0: Listening to the bomb hole. Bomb podcast.
1: It's going to be very hot. It's going to be very uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> the bomb we going to slide down in big hills. You know what I mean? On a big, nice burgundy snowboard.
2: All right. Welcome back to the bomb hole, which is presented by Pub Beer. Now, first things first, got to ask Stony Buds, how are we doing today?
0: So good, my dog.
2: I'd say that's solid. That was a solid one. I'd rate it maybe a 9, 9, nine. out of 10. I'll give that a 9. Thank you. Uh, to my left, we got Sean Fitzsimons in the booth. Sean, how are you doing today? Dude, fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Hyped to be here. Love to hear that. Uh, for our listeners that don't know who you are, um, I'll give them a breakdown. Sean is an incredible skateboarder. Probably could be a pro skater. He's a pro snowboarder. He's an Olympian. Just represented the United States of America in Slope and Big Air. Uh, he's the winner of the Locks Open. And there is no rail or jump he cannot front-end double cork off of. <laughs> so uh, he's got a lot going on for him. He's killing it. Uh, but originally, he's a Northwest Dogger. Uh, Where did you grow up?
3: Born and raised in Hood River, Oregon. Small town. Great community over there. A lot of support from them. Um Really saw that during the Olympics. I mean, it was, like, actually insane. I was, my phone was blowing up. I was seeing, like, full, like, storefronts with, like,
2: I mean, it almost looked like I died or something. It was insane.
0: <laughs>
3: I
2: had <laughs> images of you. And- they had Olympic yeah. watch parties where there was, like, a, basically a list to get in, is what your brother was telling Dude, you. Dude, yeah, I
3: kind of, I think, from my understanding, it started off as, like, a list just because of COVID and trying to keep it more chill. And then eventually they're just, they gave up too many people were trying to get in. And like, I saw the videos from the bar and qualies. It was electric. It was nuts. I was blown away and just pretty astonished by the support. Like couldn't ask for a better community to grow up in. Yeah. Hood, nuts.
2: Hood River. You guys got a lot going on there. You got uh, a week boarding. No air, kite. kite, 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 board, kite board, that's right. Dylan Thompson. Dylan Thompson that's what D thinking. Thompson. I'm surprised. Do you ever think about going pro yeah. kiteboarder on him? No, dude. I always just like skating too <laughs> dude, much. Dude, you must have got in there in the kite. Board <laughs> yeah, I for did. A little bit. I, I mean, was kiting for a that
3: while. Time. That's actually funny. I so started kiting at a pretty young age, actually. Oh,
2: it's called kiting. Sounds kiting. like it's yeah, kiting. kiting.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, that's like my parents got to Hood River because of windsurfing. Okay. So windsurfing's OG, and then kiting started coming around. And there's some loose kiting stories from back. Like my dad has some crazy ones, kite mirrors, they call them. Cause the kites were like super sketchy and just wasn't dialed. Like they are now pretty like real safe now, but like getting dragged through the woods and stuff and sketchy <laughs> shit. But, um, but I did kite for a while, was pretty into it for a little bit. And then I just started to think it was too much of a hassle. And I was like, I can just go to the skate park and skate. And it takes me five minutes to drive down there. I just go skate versus the kiting. And I have to go down, I load all my stuff in my truck a lot of kites A lot of gear And then you get down in the water Put your wetsuit on Harness Then you g- pump up your kite Walk it all the way down to the sandbar String your lines And then you go out And it's like it's worth it If it's a sick hell. day It's
0: like a lot of effort Yeah
3: It's so windy I hate the wind Dude
0: I would definitely My first time out Be that dude getting dragged through the woods <laughs> I get that harness on, clip on,
2: and <laughs> yeah. Later, right well, I am fascinated by the fact that you grew up with a mega ramp and a mini or a vert ramp in your backyard. How the mm-hmm. hell did you guys come up on that,
3: dude? So when I was five, we moved from we were kind of downtown Hood River, and then moved to the west side where there was more. Like we got like two acres of property out there, and my dad had this client. He's he's an attorney. He had this client that was getting rid of the. The mega ramp mini mega we call it and he was like do you want this mini mega And my dad's like i guess i mean i just got a bunch of property and my dad was like kind of bmxing and like was into mountain biking he's like sure like we just got a bunch of property might as well just throw it throw it in there i wasn't even skating yet um kind of learned how to skate by rolling down the the landing of the the kicker so like this little six foot whatever and then from there, things just kind of started getting added on. I started skating. Um, we had, like, a mini ramp in my garage before we remodeled. That was sick. So I thought of that. And then the vert ramp came about because Drew Brownrig, he had a vert ramp in Bend. And, yeah, shout out to Drew. Um, he had a vert ramp in Bend. They were, like, re- we're selling the house, trying to get rid of this vert ramp. Do you guys want it? And we're, like, for sure, like, such like sick 11 foot vert ramp skate light everything so me and my dad go down get all the skate light off this ramp and load it up in the truck and we have the coping too. get back to our place we're going back down the next weekend to go grab the rest of the ramp and the new people move in and just like wrecking ball it so we're like oh shit now we have all this skate light for this ramp so we my dad's like dude let's just build it and so like a three-month project my dad just went all in and like I was helping. He was the brains, but I was, like, putting in screws and stuff. I was probably, like, 12 at this point. And so that's how the vert ramp came into. So when generation. you're
2: a vert baby, that's how you can just vert destroy baby. transition. Because yeah. if you guys are unfamiliar with watching Sean skate, it's like, dude, big air Johnson out there. It's crazy. Skate vert, bowls, <laughs> transition. But So why didn't you pursue a career in skating? Did you think about ever pursuing a career and being pro?
3: Dude, I did. Like, when I was younger, that was – pretty much all i did um i think randomly we were driving by the skate park one time i think i was five or that might have been like four or five and i was like i don't even really remember it but for some reason i was like i want to skate and for my fifth birthday we went and my went to the local skate shop ips and got some skates my dad started at he was 38 i think at the time he started skating at 38 my brother got one my first day at the skate park my dad ends up dislocating his shoulder Hangs we're up, Oops. dislocates his shoulder. He's like walking to the car, tunnel vision, and he's like sweating. And we're like, "Are you good, dude? What's going on?" <laughs> and and there you go. He's like uh, like doing like that thing. I'm okay. I'm okay. And like going to the car. He's like, I gotta call your mom." And we're like, "All right, can we keep skating, or what's what's going on?" Um, but no, anyways. And then pretty much spent from five until like I don't know twelve. Pretty much every day at the skate park. The parents would just drop me off, and then the older kids would look after me, and I'd be hit like ten hour days at the skate park, just skating the whole time. They used to call me Stunt Fetus,
0: because like
2: a name Chris would come up with. Yeah, I
3: was just this little grom dude. I was like, I was like this little piece of rubber.
2: I was it like makes this, a lot of sense now. I was yeah. watching your snowboarding. Yeah,
3: yeah, I was just like this little piece of rubber, like in all pads and a helmet, just trying to launch off anything, anything. <laughs> um, But no, and then I did some skateboard contests uh, that were fun. Um, And then I got invited to Combi Pool Party. And that was kind of more off of a connection rather than feeling like I earned being there. And then when I got there, it really felt like a connection hookup and not like I earned it. So I was there and just like Chris Russell, Sorge, um, Corey Juno, like all the big cats that are big cats now. We're just going insane, and that was like so sick to be there and watch that competition live. It's like watching skating at that level live is pretty unreal. But no, me and my brother, I went, I got last place. My brother got second to last. I was embarrassed when I was skating, and kind of since then, I have. I was like, I think I'm good on the contest skating thing. I'm just gonna do it for
2: me. At that when, point when
0: you did that contest, though, were you was good then? I was good now. Like, are you better now, though? Yeah, yeah. Much footage I've seen of you looked incredible. But
2: imagine if you're the big dog in Oregon and then you go to SoCal and you're like eating humble pie. Yeah, I mean, it was everyone's just by far
3: the most humbling experience of my life.
2: Yeah. Now, your
0: dad's an attorney. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hypothetically, if I was in town, caught a case, is he the type of guy that could help me out? I'm asking for a friend.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, he'll get you dialed for sure. Cool.
2: Love that, buds. Uh, I gotta. <laughs> I you get, never know. We I own gotta own ask. Have you ever? I was gonna hit one at the beginning of the show, but let's just hit one right now. Have you ever smacked the smelling salt, dude? Yeah, I have. Let's get into a couple. What do you think, buds? Yeah, I let's feel do like. It. I feel them. like you know it could be a good time to just get it going, just to get them.
3: Do we, are we doing our own or just? Yeah,
2: let's all go here. Yeah, we're swimming in them. Yeah, we Yeah, we got available Jeez. bombhole.com,
3: They're flying obviously.
0: off the shelves too, so if okay. people want them, get them. You know what I mean. I'm gonna hit one first. Get it started.
3: You oh. smack it. Woo. Oh, you
0: squeeze it. Oh. Wow! All right, that's what I needed. Now I'm ready to go. Oh, he went oh. deep. He went
2: deep. Oh my God, stunt Woo. fetus. Oh. Stunt fetus, goes, deep. fetus <laughs> goes big again. Oh my God, holy stunt yeah, fetus. Get the he's eyes, eyes wide, dude. <laughs> that means you got good with it. Now, stunt oh. fetus. I have a. I have a question for you. Are you all right? I, I you don't have a you don't have an energy drink sponsor right now, right? No. Okay, well, maybe there's one that works, maybe there's not. But if it doesn't happen, I got a pitch for you. We're looking to kind of, like, come after the Red Bulls and the monsters of the world with run-through-a-wall smelling salt. It's not a drink. We think we can take them out. But we basically. think we can take them out. Now, I was wondering, like, do you think I could hit up Runky? Would you be interested in wearing a run-through-a-wall smelling salts helmet? Uh, like we could, you know, um, like the Red Bull helmet, you know, um, big deal, huge bonuses, things like that. Yeah. No, yeah. For sure, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah, we'll send over the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, we'll, send, we'll we'll get this deal going. I would just—it would be so amazing to figure out. Like, imagine it's.
3: I want this everywhere. like I want it like wrapped like a red. Oh, brown. Like ball, like yeah. Run through a wall, huge <laughs> right here.
0: <Yeah.
2: laughs> we'll figure out the. We'll work maybe, out the logistics of Cheddar face Biscuit's
0: face right as he's popping out of the wall too. That's a pretty good. Image. And it'd
3: be killer. Like when any of my boys get
2: knocked out, I'll have them in my pocket.
3: Yeah. Right. Here you right go. You, know, got you, got you pop
2: right up. up, and then like you know how they don't like it, right as you drop in the cameras on you. You do the you high five Dave Reynolds, and then you whack a sniffer, yeah, and then you drop in and you go front Richter scale yeah. off the rail.
3: Do you do you feel like you get like like because I just hit that was my second time ever doing one. Felt like eyes watering. You guys do them frequently. Yeah. Um, you do, do you get like like how you do with coffee like or like any a substance. More used to it? You build a tolerance to it, or every time you like, whew.
0: I think you just went too deep. Yeah, you you learn as you go the fine line of like what's the perfect, never snap. perfect snap. Yeah, the but you don't get a <laughs> you don't build a tolerance to this
2: stuff. No, I mean they're great for a lot. They're yeah. great for long drives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, both w- both golfing and physically driving. Yeah, I was long falling drives. asleep at yeah, the long long. wheel. <laughs> this guy cracked one, put it under my nose. We were good to go. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're definitely good pre jump. So anyway, uh, I think we should try to figure that out. We'll talk to Runky and what is a normal? What do the energy drinks do? Like if you win, do you you get like ten grand probably or something, huh? Or they match? Yeah, I maybe. think
3: they usually match. They match. or, the or I guess it depends on the contract, but I think for the most part they'll
2: match. We're gonna just sell a lot more smelling salts. We're gonna, gonna, gonna have to step our game up. Yeah. We're Anybody
0: have to out there, it. if you want to help with this endeavor, just buy some smelling smelling salts. Yeah, yeah, These are good.
2: Use promo code uh, fetus baby for five percent off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll make that happen for a week. Actually,
0: all
2: right. Where were we? Oh yeah, let's talk snowboarding. Wait, so... It wasn't
0: fetus baby.
2: It was stunt fetus. Stunt fetus. Stunt <laughs> fetus. <laughs>
3: and you know what's funny?
2: <laughs> you know
3: what's funny is those guys didn't even tell me I was stunt fetus until I was older. Like oh, oh yeah, we used to call you stunt fetus. Really? Yeah. Around there's like it is. Yeah, eh,
0: stunt, yeah doing there some goes. Tricks. Yeah. It's like you had no clue, no.
3: And they told me when I was older, like when I finally took the pads off, like, oh, stuffy, just lost the pads. (laughs) You're just
0: all pads, too. uh, Oh, yeah, dude, just dude, like
3: rolling around. Like, you'd like as a Grom, you know, when you're that young, you go boom, bounce off, it's like rubber, it doesn't even, you're chilling, but then you do like little siren cry, you're like six years old, you go. There's like, well, there's two ways to go about the Grom cry. So that one, it's like where you're like, they hit, and you're like, damn, that was gnarly. And then they're like, it's all quiet. And then you go, And
4: then they do get do super that. loud. <laughs> or
3: it's like the the kid, the Grom that smacks, it's all quiet. And then he's like trying to play it cool and trying to get out of the bowl. And then someone goes, like, are you good? And they're like, oh. <laughs> The second someone asked,
2: yeah, so someone has, like, oh, I'm not good. But it then, it what, 10 true.
3: minutes later, they're trying the same thing, they're taking the it. same slam.
2: Yeah. yeah, rubber body at that point. Yeah. So, snowboarding, you're from Hood River. what do you go? Uh, Timberline? Uh, so, winter, Meadows?
3: winter was Meadows. Yep. T-Line summer. Mm. So, pretty dialed. Dialed on that end. I would go to, kind of, when I was younger, if it was, like, sunny, kind of park day, sometimes I'd go over to T-Line because the jumps were some... Were, I mean, now the parks are always changing over there. It's like kind of hard to, kind of depends on what era you're in, like which which side of the mountains a the better park. But occasionally, I'd go over and ride T Line jumps um, if Meadows Park wasn't super good, and the other way around, you know. So it's good to have both, um, and especially T Line the summer is unreal, having that at like 40 minutes from your house.
2: I get a question coming in from your brother. Uh, I've think it's good early on so i'm gonna hit it right now here we go hey sean it's your bro tucker here why don't you talk about how you thought you were spider-man <laughs> oh god <dude>. shortest <laughs> guest question ever a, i gotta respect a great
0: that great <laughs> one
2: too. a
3: great one uh dude I when i was younger i think i'm i think i was like six seven set in that range you know maybe eight um I like got obsessed with Spider Man for a second and wore a Spider Man costume for two years. Two, years, two straight. years straight. Yeah. Like it'd be all ripped up and tattered and like I'd be running around a Spider Man cost cost like all these pictures of daycare and I'm in this little Spider
2: Man suit. I love that your parents around.
0: just let you rock that for two years. Like they were like what Yeah, they're just let, down. let the kid do his thing. You
2: talk to about Spider Man with Miles Fallon, he's a big Spider Man. I know, I just
3: I just listened to that one. That one is sick. He's huge on Spider Man,
2: and I love the
3: the video part. And then it goes Spider Man, huge curveball. I was like, no way, It's so <laughs> sick. <laughs> and then he hits the line too. Mm-hmm.
2: You do it. It was sick. He knew it. You know, he wasn't bullshitting. He no. knows his stuff. Well, yeah, your snowboarding is kind of reminiscent of Spider Man. I mean, the front ten off the rock and shit, fucking some Spider Man shit.
0: That is some Spider Man shit. <laughs>
2: Thank you. (laughs) I'll take that. So, growing up, uh, I'm guessing, you know, you went contest route. So, Mm -hmm. you had probably USASA. Uh, Did you do nationals and stuff when you were a kid?
3: Yeah. Definitely the whole nationals grind. Definitely the most stressful week for a Grom ever. It's, like, so hectic. Um, How'd you do? Dude, I didn't do that, like, younger. Actually, I had, like, one... Peak season I like I, I won in breaker boys like 12 to 13 or something I think and I like I won slope and pipe so that was like kind of like a little breakout I guess and then next season just got broke off so the ups and downs um yeah nationals was always weird like you're looking forward to it but like you also dread it at the same time just because of how stressful that week is and like the practice it's who are the
2: other way. dogs in your class who'd you compete against when you were a kid?
3: I had, like, Luke would be there. I remember watching Judd when I was young. Hankies. Yeah, I think we were, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 11, 10 or 11. And he was, like, this little, like, squatted little thing going, like, massive out of the pipe, just holding his line, like, (laughs) 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 It was so funny to watch. I was, like, holy shit, that kid's insane. That was also, like, a humbling thing for me, too, was going to Nationals. Well, the most humbling, actually, was Rev Tour.
2: Yeah, I was wondering about that.
3: So, yeah. Nationals, you know, like I'd done those, but the the jumps weren't like big like how Mammoth is. And especially just from the viewer perspective of a mammoth jump, it's like this massive launch ramp. And it's like the lip is fifteen feet off the ground, you're like, Holy shit. Um so I remember we me and my dad like road trip down there, get to Mammoth and I like we get to the we go and first time to Mammoth, look at the jumps, I'm thirteen. And my dad, like, calls up my mom and he goes, I think I made a serious parental error. Like, these jumps are huge. I don't know what we're doing here. And I'm, like, look at these jumps. Like, holy shit, dude, what? Like, in Oregon, they didn't have anything like that. And then even Colorado, we're hitting the small side of stuff, like, during national. So no idea. And, like, that's, like, the kind of stuff you see, like, in magazines, photo shoot stuff. And now, it's like, I'm about to ride this course. And luckily... I had met Dusty at Nationals, and he just fully took me under his wing and was like, dude, I'll show you the speed right now. And so, like, within the hour, Dusty just, like, has me. He's like, we're hitting these jumps. I'm like, all right, shit. Hit him and, like, yeah, all the props to Dusty for that one, taking me under his wing. Like, that was scary, like, seeing those things for the first time. But then in the comp, very humbling, too. Like, you see, there was, like, Nick Baden, Brandon Davis when they were still doing them, shouts (laughs) to those cats. Uh, and all those other like Chandler and just the big dogs at the time doing those contests, and I'm like, dude, I'm so out of my element here. But it's also like kind of a motivation to see that you're like, I probably
2: get to that that point. Look at that foreshadowing. You got Dusty, yeah, towing in uh, stunt fetus, yeah. <laughs> Fast forward a few years later, they're both in the Olympics, yeah, and fucking doing their thing. Yeah, it's interesting. And I
0: suppose everyone. Is in that position at
2: one point to get there. I think this is like scared. probably two years ago for yeah, Fitzsimons, though, because he's <laughs> like, well, how, that? <laughs> <laughs> how old are you? 21? 21, yeah. Yeah, that's sick. Um, I got a question for you. So, yeah. a lot of people, when they do contests, me personally, when I'm going to hit a backcountry jump, like I always feel like I got to take a shit right before I go uh do you get the pre uh diarrhea slash uh shit It's like nerves or fear dude it's yeah, weird right. if I fear-based. don't take
3: three before I drop in three. three three shits yeah three two to three like two I'm like that's a pretty light day three feeling comfy like I'll hit four sometimes <laughs> like all, honestly all dude it's crazy you, feel, you just
0: feel like you have one in the chamber yeah I, I can
3: always go I can go a, a whole time
2: <laughs> I wonder what the science is but then
0: that.
3: Uh, but then if like I have to go and then as soon as I drop in do my run. Nothing.
2: So it's it's only for the first one, first run, right? Yeah. yeah,
3: usually.
0: So once the nerves are taken care of, it goes away.
3: Yeah, and even if I fall on my first run, it's, like, just the first initial. And I think more, I'm usually done, like, I'm usually got it out of the way before practice. Yeah. Because you don't want to be, maybe I'll do it in between practice and comp too.
2: Man, I was just thinking about. Going back to rev tours, the kids are gnarly. There's people you've never heard of that are just kid, like kids that like can all do nowadays. Like, like a if you're not doing 1080s and stuff, like you ain't doing anything. Dude, it's Basically wild. Shouldn't even be there, right? Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's wild. Like that was kind of the motivation for me to try to do my first dub ten. Got so broke off, it was like so fried. I was just like, I need to do a double cork after going to rev tour try to back 10, like didn't know where I was and like focus both my ankles. Um, but that's kind of the funnest. I would say that's maybe the funnest contest to watch is a rev tour because you see all these guys that are like trying their first doubles like in comp and that's like, that's, like a gnarly thing to step to, especially if you're not like super dialed yet. But that's kind of just the progression there. You know, you got to try one and see how it goes. There's no other way to do it. So Watching like going, you go to copper and you just see like 12 to 13 year olds just chucking, it is so fun to watch. But because the they're just like they're getting bodied, but they just bounce, it's crazy.
2: Rotto Parks are like Braveheart Mel Gibson, like proving grounds Dude. of chuck roast, <laughs> like die hard, like it's gnarly. <laughs>
0: The kids are painting their faces. Yeah, they're
2: they're just putting on war paint, war and they're paint. going out and they're <laughs> chucking dubs, landing on their back. Okay, no, they're all they all land. Everybody's well, just, the level of they s- land. Riding is just unreal there. Just negative thirty degrees.
3: You're gonna shatter if you land. You just feel like yeah, so, so cold stiff in and horrible, and you just then, land on your back.
2: The snow's got that like dry, like crunchy, like yeah. Oh god, dude. Jeez. All right, we're going to get into a Volcom ad right
0: now. Uh, Let's talk fit. Yeah, let's talk fit.
2: Maybe a pre-contest run where you fit your pants, something like that. Is it a fear-based fit or uh, just a normal fit? I don't know. Let's go. I'm actually fitting bricks right now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: me too, bud.
2: All right, we're going to get into a guest question from none other than Luke Winkleman. I'll give him a quick air horn. But before we do, we're going to talk to you guys about Union bindings. Now, Union has deep roots in snowboarding. They're owned and operated by snowboarders, collectors, and OG. Everybody that works there is an OG. Uh, coming up on close to 20 years in the business, they've grown from a small brand to the number one binding company in snowboarding. The new ultra-binding also just came out. This thing is top-of-the-line, freestyle binding, ready to chuck roast in that thing. The 2223 website is live now. Head on over to unionbindingcompany.com. Get yourself some union bindings. All right. With that being said, let's get into the Luke Winkleman guest question.
3: Yo, what up, homies? Um, Hope y'all are enjoying the episode. Sean is a gym. I'm I'm excited for this one. Uh, But I just wanted to ask, what are some of your favorite activities to get up to in the summer in Hood River? We had quite a time out there with your friends and fam. Uh, Maybe let some people know what we
2: get into there. And talking skateboarding quick, with owning your own vert ramp, did you ever want to pursue a career in skateboarding? You're incredible at it. Enjoy, guys. Peace.
3: Yeah, much love, Luke. Love you, brother. Excited to see you soon in Europe. Um, Dude, it's like a bit of a compound at my house. Like My parents are... I actually can't say enough good things about them. They're just so down with everyone. Um, I was telling Buds earlier, we have these my dad and i built these tent platforms out there so it's like homies will come luke came uh dusty has come in the past and just a bunch of other homies will come and stay at my house during the summer and these tents like a 10 person tent and you have it all to yourself and it's like a queen mattress off the ground pretty dialed setup. and we have like three of those platforms set up now so we'll just have people rolling through all summer but yeah we get up to a bunch of stuff um a typical day for me and Luke was we would go up to the mountain every day, snowboard till, like, two or three, come back down, get a quick nine in, and then either go skate or get in the water. But, like, my hometown buddies, um, they have a YouTube channel called The Sickos, and they just do, like, crazy stunts and just crazy ideas, whatever they can think of. Like, recently they did this wild slip and slide you can like go look at it look it up on youtube but it's basically we get towed in by a jet ski and you're sitting in this tube and you just get you get launched like 50 60 is that feet where in the sage air got, is that where sage yeah yeah and,
2: like tour gear we're going banana yeah bananas that one
3: wow. but this year it was like even gnarlier like i almost feel like if it got gnarlier people are gonna get seriously broke off or something um
2: get tommy broke
3: but yeah, stuff like that. A lot of rope swings around. A lot also of time in world the water. World
2: class mountain bike trails. I used to stop and camp mm-hmm. up there. Uh, what are those trails called there? The fun ones.
3: Uh, Post Canyon. Post Canyon. That's yeah. the that's the zone. And then like Sandy Ridge uh, over in Welch's is pretty money. So I do a lot of mountain biking as well.
2: It's pretty cool because you have the kind of stuff that's in the big pine trees, like uh, Post Canyon, and then across the way you're in like Lord of the Rings style you know big overview big open
3: yeah like uh i think you're probably thinking of like Sincline. You, like right on that ridge yep. like that gnarly yeah mm-hmm. so yeah it's pretty diverse like and especially in the spring syncline um will go off because it might be still too wet in uh in the woods but syncline's money because it gets some sun
2: they got that chocolate cake out there, buds. <laughs> the <Yeah>. dirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what could he possibly be talking about? Brown pow. They got the brown pow.
0: <laughs> it's just uh unlike any other place or what? It's It's good dirt. I mean, better than,
2: we live in the desert here. The ours is it's just that, dry. Huh? They got They got moisture in the dirt. Yeah. I heard uh you're a bit of a hog on the MTB.
3: I spent some time on the MTB for sure. I didn't actually do a whole lot of it this summer, but What is an MTB? Mountain
2: bike.
0: Oh, okay, I thought we called <laughs> something else earlier. Didn't we? Downhill bike. Downhill yeah, bike. Yeah. yeah. D-H- they call it DH MTB. I mean, what, how am I going to keep a up? A lot with of all
2: abbreviations stuff? happening here, buds.
3: D- yeah, just Hood River. There's so much to do, and there's so many opportunities to try new things. And like kiting, um, mountain biking, skating, snowboarding, all there in the summer. The coast is two and a half hours away, and the whole community's like just so active. Um, but yeah, do a lot of. That's like the most phasey thing for me actually is mountain biking. I'll go and I'll go hit it super hard every day. Can't get enough, and then one day it's just done, for like months, and then I'll be like, get like, rejuiced on it and just go so much, and then be like, all right.
2: All right, I think we should get into summer of Simons. Uh, we talked about this <laughs> big summer on huh? Abu. Uh, But if you guys missed ABU, we're going to talk about it again. Basically, uh, the kid had a big summer up there. Uh, I would say you and Chad Otterstrom both won Mount Hood, uh, in my opinion, IMO. And um, the first one we got to talk about is the front 10 double cork that was completely psychotic that you did off the rock up at the top of Mount Hood.
3: Yeah, so I guess the full story there was... I think it, the whole mentality kind of came from. Um, so at the Olympics, I kind of busted my ankle again, got surgery in April, and then I like missed the whole spring. And I remember just sitting there and doing PT rehabbing, and just seeing like all of these sick spring clips because it was such a late spring. People were getting pout till June, and I was like, "Damn, I really want to be out there." But it was like kind of one of my first times back boarding was the solstice party. So went up there, and it is just such a cool vibe. There's so many people that are so psyched to be there. Um, but we're chilling.
2: explain what that is, basically, at the uh, this longest day of summer, everybody hikes to the top of Mount Hood, and there's a giant party on the ridge with looked like 100 people or something.
3: Yeah, so basically, Palmer closes at 2. Everyone gets up there before it closes, and then it's just like this giant migration to uh, what is called Illumination Rock just below the summit it's an hour and a half probably hike up there um and dude like i'm not kidding probably like 150 200 people are up there and just so psyched and then everyone watches the sunset and but usually we build a kicker and this year we couldn't build a kicker because they you never that's also the fun part about this party you never know what you're going to get up there maybe you build a qp this year because the the landing isn't working or maybe the jump is on But this year was The Rock. Um, Govvy homie, uh, Ian, uh, Pinky Brigade, big shouts to him. He goes up and starts building this this rock jump. And from the bottom, you're like, dude, this is so sketchy. So me and Max go and hike up there. Warbs, shouts to Warbs. He's the man. Big shouts. Um, Hike up there without our boards because we're like, Dude, I don't want to like hike up with my board, and then I'm like,
0: now I have to hit this. <laughs> so you consciously made the effort of yeah, the board you behind.
3: don't, yeah, you don't want to be like hit it, like, dude, I don't my board, and they're like, oh, okay, guy knows yeah, yeah, knows knows that was board, that board. board. Um, it's just a little sneaky thing right there. Yeah, All got right. up there, and I was like, dude, it actually is pretty, like, it looks pretty chill actually. Having a good session up there, a lot of cats, and uh, did like a front se- did like a front seven, kind of overcooked it, and I was like whoa like maybe a front 10 could be there so then i went back up got the front seven and then i was kind of like dude i kind of want to try a front 10 off this rock right now and i kind of look at max and i'm like dude you think i should try that and he's like i don't know it seems like you'd probably get there i was <laughs> like okay um sure and then so then i just yinged one and it went and then i tried it like five times that night but i was pretty smoked like That impact was super gnarly, and I kind of, like, just, I landed it. You didn't make it that night. No. I landed it twice, like, as good as I (laughs) thought I could land a trick and just, like, kind of buckled in the landing. I was like, dude, it's, like, not doable. I think I just, there's too much impact. And so I called it, go down, had, like, a little lot party, which was sick, but I was kind of, like, in the back of my head just like, dude, I feel like I maybe could have landed that. Um, Go down to Hood River. And I'm just, like, kind of thrown off all day, you know, when you just want a trick so bad, but you can't. Like, it's all you start thinking about. And then that night, and then I'm, like, down at River, and I'm just in this funk. And I call up the homie Hunter Hess. Big shouts to him. Um, we lived in Salt Lake this year together. Um, and I'm like, dude, do you think I, like, if, I'm, if I go back up, are you down to come up and film it? And he's like, for sure. I got that, dog. Like, I know you got that. And I'm like, all right word so the next day drive up there um link up do like a couple park laps with the boys and then we catch the last chair go up palmer and then it's me hunter and then burke irving also huge shouts because the only reason that i got to do it again was because of those guys like coming up with me that's a long trek, especially and they just had a full day of skiing um get up there and the landing's like Pretty mangled So we like Kind of start Trying to throw some snow in there uh, Build the build, Rebuild the lip And I'm like Dude Alright I gotta do it
2: now There's no people No energy either yeah. too It's like a whole different yeah, vibe A whole different vibe dude, Before
3: out there. I'm le- Yeah it's like a way different vibe I'm like what And I cut <laughs> up there And I'm like Fuck oh,
0: dude Like and why, got these What guys am I all doing up there, dude too. Yeah
3: I got These guys all the way up there Like dude you got this And I'm like Are you sure I got this This, looks, <laughs> this doesn't look Nearly did as chill as it did really last time. Did you warm it yeah. back
2: up or did you jump right back into it? The- I just went right back into <laughs> Holy it. Holy shit. Yeah, respect. well I was like,
3: dude, this Impressive. impact, I can't take too many <laughs> of these. I just gotta either like I just gotta
2: go for it. Cold turkey front end dubsky. That's like classic mom deal,
3: too. I'm leaving. She's like, you know, you don't have to do this. And I'm like, Don't say that. Like, that's scaring <laughs> me. And uh she's just yeah, looking out for me. But So then I kind of have that in my head. I'm like, is this one of those where I'm like Wait, I'm like in over my head, and maybe just should have let it rest. And but yeah, tried it the first time, kind of blew up. Second time, kind of blew up again. Third time, really blew up. <laughs> Third time really blew up, blew and then up, really blew up. And then I remember I was up there, and I was like, the landing was so bombed out. I'm like, dude, if I don't land it this time, we're gonna have to re like try to rebuild this landing. And it was kind of like one of those moments where you're just like I'm so over this. Like I got to land it now. I'm so over it.
2: Dude, it was so impactful. You up literally in the bomb hole. Yeah. Yeah, you were all up in that bomb hole with the resurrection. But the the uh impact is insane. Like whatever injury you were nursing is clearly healed if you didn't yeah, explode clearly, on that. Clearly huh? healed.
3: Yeah, that was something that was funny. Malachi Gerard, he like commented he goes like um the mission to test the ankle or whatever. It's funny.
2: Now, like, that thing went viral, too, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. That was actually funny, too, because Clavin, I was up there, and he just, like... Mark Clavin? Yeah. He just FaceTimed me randomly just to um check in. And then like, and I just, like, turn around and show him the jump. He's like, oh, shit. You, <laughs> you're going back for it. You're here. And I'm like, yeah, I'd let you know how it goes, I guess. And then that was it, and then I just sent him the clip, and... But that's like the ultimate dude to hype you up to. He's
2: sick. He's, <laughs> he's he, sick. You know, he could be a potential <laughs> dude, another team rider for yeah. run-through-wall smelling salts yeah, as he's well. Great, great energy with that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and talk to you guys about Granite Towers Equity Group. It's Dan Breezy's company. He was episode 71 of the bomb hole. He's a friend of the show. And if you're looking to invest some money, he's got a great company for you. So here's a couple words from Dan.
1: What's up everybody? Dan Breezy here with Granite Towers Equity Group here to talk to you a little bit about investing. During my snowboarding career, I made some pretty stupid investments and put a lot of my money in IRAs and life insurance policies. And I soon realized these investments were not going to move the needle. So in 2017, we founded Granite Towers Equity Group where we buy multifamily apartments. We come in and add value to every deal we buy by upgrading the properties interior and exterior, and you can invest right alongside us. You don't have to go out and learn it all and manage your deals and become a professional investor. We've raised just under $100 million in equity and have 2,100 units under management in the Dallas, Texas, and Nashville, Tennessee market. And we invest in every deal we buy. Every single deal, we'll have skin in the game. So direct message me today on Instagram to learn more. My Instagram name is at Dan Breezy. That's at D-A-N-B-R-I-S-S-E. Or send me an email, dan at granitetowersequitygroup.com. Thanks.
2: Okay, we're going to take a quick break and talk to you guys about the style experience, buds.
1: Canada snowboard is
0: revolutionizing the big air game with their newest event, the style experience, with an integrated style contest component that is the perfect combination of progressive
2: and timeless tricks, Chris. Yep, that one is going to keep the revs high, buds. Watch the best snowboarders in the world chuck carcass at the largest big air contest Canada has ever seen in the winter stronghold of Edmonton, Alberta. It's going down in the Commonwealth Stadium, boasting VIP suite options, private bars, heated tents, a vendor village, and more. Fire this one up on the evening of December 10th, Canada.
0: The style experience is made possible through the partnership between Canada Snowboard and Explore Edmonton, presented by Toyota. Get on your most stylish winter gear and secure a spot at the winter event of the year on Ticketmaster. I got a quick Patreon question. This is from uh Thomas Portet. When are we going to be seeing a step down contest in the Illumination saddle? And who will take second place behind you? <laughs>
3: uh dude, I would be that would actually be sick. Time to turn it into a
2: how many how many ACLs do you think we'd go on that? <laughs> Dude, yeah, who knows? But <laughs> the saddle's different than the rock? There's like a whole, it's a whole different thing. Well, there. they kind of just, yeah, the
3: it's rock like, is the there, and then the saddle is kind of what everyone sits on, you know?
0: and That's where Darcy went up and got that crazy ski photo, right? Darcy. Ski photo of the year, Darcy Baca? I don't know. Don't know what that, you guys what? haven't seen this thing? Mm-mm. Dude, they drop in, because right next to it, there's that big pointy rock,
3: right? Mm-hmm. That's elimination rock.
0: So some skier, they built a giant kicker, and I think they brought a winch up. To get him speed? Can you get oh, speed what? if you had a huge kicker?
3: Yeah, like Sammy. There's you got to hit it. You got to hit it. It hit was it. Sammy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: It, it was like ski photo of the year like five years ago. Oh, okay, yeah,
3: yeah. That makes sense. Like, because his on top of hood project.
0: Yeah. Dude, it was, like, it was crazy. It's insane.
3: The production on that. They had like cable.
0: Yeah, they built this like, huge kicker and just jumped. He was super high in a sunset next to Illumination mm-hmm. Rock. And it's like this amazing ma- photo.
3: You can build a massive hip if you have the snow right.
0: It was, I guess the snow was just right
2: for that. Yeah, I think
3: it was probably like around March when there's a lot of snow
2: up there. Incredible. Incredible spot. All right. So part two of the question is who would take second? Yeah, who would take second?
3: Dude, I was so bummed. I was trying to – me and Max were trying to get Mason Jar to come out, but I think he ended up having to work. But I think that dude, he could probably take – off that thing? Yeah, he's an animal, dude. He's not scared of anything. He's just chucking. It's so sick to watch. Yeah, Mason jar's right a great there, huh? that's a great I think dancer. that's like it's right up his alley that whole so. that whole scene, that whole vibe.
2: Okay, part two, summer of Simon's, uh up up jam. You know, we, we talked about this on ABU, but we're gonna get back into that. Uh there's been a number of highlights where he did the board slide lawn dart or and then the board slide kind of like I don't know what you call that, cork seven Todeo almost thing.
3: Yeah, like under flip seven. Under flip I seven. don't know.
2: And then the freaking one summer with, I also have to uh, mind you, you did front lip too. Front lip.
3: Yeah, I figured it was like, because then you can kind of do like
2: little rock, like the rock out of it a bit. Walk us through the front lip, front 10 double.
3: So that just turned into similar deal as the rock, I guess, in a way. But it was, uh, I was like, dude, maybe I'll try like the dub fronty. That Dusty did yep. years back and that was kind of the, the intro there. One. Like the dub lawn dart frontny thing. Oh, gotcha. Yep. And Dusty had done that and I'm like, damn, that I think I have enough pop by me. I'll try that. And I like did a couple of fronnies that day and I was like, dude, this is us. Like you can't see anything. And then my homie's like, dude, you should just try to like like do like dub ten type deal out of that, like that weird underflip thing. And I was like, Oh yeah, maybe. And then like spent like two days. I went up there and like just went up there and bitched out every time. Like would go in two and two days like, in a I'm row. I'm like, I'm doing it. This try. I'm gonna try it. And then would go in and be like Ugh. and then you know, classic type of deal. Um but no, then the day I tried it, it was like Luke was hyping me up and I'm like, dude, I just gotta try it at this point. I've thought about this for like four days now. I just I got gotta do it eventually. Tried it. Almost got to my feet. We were so fired up, we're like, holy shit and then go back to the top and just like immediately drop in again and got so bodied it was insane. <laughs> like <laughs> come around and the funny thing was the last thing in my head is like, Oh, it's all day. This is like I'm gonna land it this try. As I'm coming through and then next thing I know, just like full face plant into the bumps, so smoked, seeing stars and I'm like, dude, maybe I'll try it again. Like it seems like it's there. And then kind of the boys were like, dude, just chill. It'll be here next week. Just chill. Like, if you hit your head, don't mess with that. And I was like, smart. Like, you don't you always hear those, like, terrifying stories of dudes hitting their heads yeah. twice in a row. And that's something you just don't want to mess yeah. with. So kind of, so called it. And then came back up Monday next week. Tube's gone. And I had asked Park Crew before I left the, the following week because they do a Sunday rebuild. I'm like, yo, is this tube going to be here? And they're like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm like, all right, money. I'll just come back next week. Come back next week. It's gone. I'm like, what is going on? I go around asking Parker. I'm like, yo, where's the tube? And then they go, we took it out. Like, there's too much, like, with the jump and the tube, it was too hectic. And I'm like, this is a park, like, we're snowboarding. It's not ski racing. It's supposed to be hectic, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be hectic. And, like, people are watching out for each other. Like, it's people, no one's trying to land on anyone you know, and so that was kind of, so I went up every day that week, every day I went up, I was like, yo, can we get this two back in, can we get this two back in, I'm harping on them, and I'm like, I really need to get this trick, and it's like another one of those you lose sleep about, you're like, I know I could do it, but um, so then eventually I'm like, dude, should I just drop it on my gram, just the clip, and be like, Timberline, put this up, not knowing they would fully, fully call my bluff, so I dropped the clip, and then I had like Rob Rothler, Cal Amit, all those boys in this group chat, and they're like, yo, send me that clip. I'm putting it on my story. And then they're putting it on their story, calling Timberline out for it. And then, like, I had Sleeper was hitting up. Like, a lot of people were DMing. I'm like, dude, this is kind of becoming more than what it has to be. Now I'm like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I really- Gaining momentum on you. Yeah,
3: now what happens? They put it back in. It's like, it's either I I got to land it or get broke off trying. It felt like. So I went up there cat driver hits me up he's like tubes in go get it monday morning i'm like oh man so I, then i went up tuesday i think it was it was closed monday i had to melt out went up tuesday and then it's like such a scene they're like are you gonna they're like i'm going up the lift like oh are you coming back for the tube are you doing it today and i'm like
2: <laughs> i don't know i haven't even hit it yet
3: dude um yeah it worked out i think i i like changed the grab which i think
2: or are you trying first melon
3: no i was trying to do indie and then change it to mute Oh, really? Because um, I was looking at the clip and just it was like too much not flippy enough where you would like have that potential or you're like, spinning it too much, not mm-hmm. flipping it hard enough. you yeah make like you flip more, I think so, and it kind of just opens you up a bit more to look over, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like India I found with front ten, you sort of spin out and land you're spinning too much coming to landing so it's mm-hmm. less consistent, I guess. Whereas if you're flipping, you kind of come like, like crippler
2: yep. to your feet. Right to your toes.
3: Yeah, right to your toes or like flat base. Yeah, mm. And so I think that was kind of the issue um, with that. So I changed the grab and then I think I got it like fourth try, fifth wow. try that day. But it was like, seemed, it was chill after once I switched to grab, it was mellow.
2: Seems wild to get loaded load loaded bands. up, to load up. But I guess you're just... It's not like you're spinning. You're initiating off of metal, not off of a. Yeah, that's a difference. I'd off imagine. of uh, like your heel edge.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I think it just comes from the hips, I guess.
2: Well, that's an interesting one because uh, I was wondering this, like how many how many front end doubles do you think you've done in your life? <laughs> I'm just just out of curiosity, how many spins around there in this washing machine of life, dude? I actually have no idea. Like. I mean, every all winter you're going to contests. You probably do a couple of warming mm-hmm. up every time. Every time, right?
3: Yeah, I guess if I'm gonna do like a front fourteen, definitely doing a couple of front 10s before that. Done a lot so of front.
2: on 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 an average week. Let's say all winners. <laughs> let's just break this down. Let's break <laughs> yeah, it down. like how many a on day? an average week? You're like you're probably gonna do what? Like 20, 10, five? If five, contest, five, five If it's contest, if it's contest,
3: I'm probably contest. Week, I'm probably cranking like.
2: Five to ten a, a day. day. Five to ten a day. And
3: they kinda they kinda become yeah, five to ten a day contest.
2: We'll go conservative. Five a day, five days a week. Mm, I don't, not, I don't think three. this is a nine to five scenario. Let's though. go let's go ten a day, three days a week. So that's thirty. We're 30. talking like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So let's say thirty for you know, and you're going to a bunch of contests. So I feel like you're probably I bet like a hundred's probably a like <laughs> like a decent guess
3: yeah i'd almost say maybe more like when you take into account like going to sauce and stuff when you're mm. scared to like try a new trick like before i tried like first front 14 did so many front tens it was like almost like dumb they're
2: like
0: and you're out you there with the boys it? they're all doing them so you guys are just all hucking huh
2: yeah that's why contest guys are so, so much better than like, video part yeah. people their consistency because i was asking sage about that one time i'm like dude how do you like land the cab nine every time? or like I've done a thousand, I've done a lot of cab <laughs> nines. Yeah, and it's incredible because you look at a lot of like, you know, people that film video parts, aka most of my friends. Yeah, but in look our at you, though, how many back lips in your life? But you like, know? think about like I filmed a handful of cab nines in my part. I. The only time I've ever done yeah, cab nines again, right? is literally when I'm filming one for my part or something. At you know, least, at least that makes me it's laugh. Like all these the guys time. are like, uh yeah, I did. I did a hundred this year." Like,
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it's just so it, it, everything comes down to reps on that.
0: Yeah, get your
2: reps up. So mm-hmm. you're are you an advocate of getting the reps up, dude? Biggest supporter of
3: reps because that's what I that's what I found is – Everything is just if you just do it a bunch, you're just gonna get s- way more
2: consistent with everything.
0: So you're not only an advocate, you're a supporter. Supporter. Yeah. You don't even tell your
2: friends. It's actually the, the Sean Fitzsimons Get Those Reps get Up, those foundation, reps up for foundation for kids who can't read kids. good. Get the reps for up. Kids who can't spin good. <laughs> get. <the> <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the that's um, the that. mantra. That's the kids who can't mantra. spin good. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break and talk to you about six eight six. Huh, buds?
0: Yes, we are. Coolest thing about 686 is it's owned and operated by a snowboarder, Mike West. This dude is dope. He actually used to sponsor me back in the day, Chris, which is kind of incredible. And Blotto. He actually surrounds himself with great people at the company all the time, which is something I think is really cool. Guys like Forrest Bailey are on the team. Pat McCarthy's running the team. George Cavalli, East Coast legend. I mean, the list goes on and on. Surrounds himself with good people. He's kept his company going 30 years, which is uh, pretty incredible this day and age in snowboarding. Uh, Exciting news with 686. They're expanding the line in a new category with streetwear, maybe better called activewear because the materials are so dope. In my case, we're calling it loungewear because it's so comfortable. I'll wear it at the airport. Small line of tech clothing designed for climbing, hiking, mountain biking, even parkour if that's what you're into.
2: You're kind of nice with the parkour. (laughs) I'm
0: pretty nice with the parkour. Have you seen my video on YouTube?
2: Yeah, no, I haven't. It actually doesn't exist, <laughs> but I'm working on. I'm working on putting out putting out a
0: sick, sick parkour video wearing this new six eight six activewear. wear. Um, you're gonna see me rocking this this in the new video that I'll be making. It's gonna come out uh, 2034. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a heavily filmed, heavily uh, big budget too for this. But six eight six, man, check out their new gear. Their new line is gonna be awesome. They're not just outerwear anymore. It's also streetwear. Check them out. Six eight six.
2: Let's go. All right, Sean, let's talk about uh, let's talk about training, training camp. That's a shitty word, but, like
0: – He seems like he's so young. Does he even train? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, getting ready for the season. You guys go over to Locks, or do you go to Stubai? How do you guys get ready for the season? What's that energy like?
3: Yeah, we do go – we go to Sasfe usually and then go into Stubai after that. But, yeah, I do agree. Training camp, not a dope word for it. It just – you're just bored in with your homies and the vibes are, like – Dude, it's kind of – the fall is, like, probably the scariest time of the season but the most fun. Um, like, this year in Dubai, it was, like, me, uh, Red, and Luke, and there's just this massive jump. Dude, this jump was scary. to straighter. You'd rather just, like, spin and, like, so you didn't have to see as much because this thing was, like – you're just going up this wall like, what? Oh, shit. And then you just fly off, and it's it's terrifying, really and and like you'll be seeing ev- like everyone there's trying all to, the dogs everyone's trying to be somebody and like you always go and you're like trying to warm up into snowboarding but like first day you're there you're seeing like triple cork triple cork triple cork and you're like dude i this is my first time touching my board in so long um i just want to do a 360 and like start to work I like do like a switchback five and work ease into things but just the vibe is so crazy that you're like all right i guess we're on and um
0: Like, are you gonna get side weird looks if you are doing a three sixty? Like, damn, this guy didn't bring it. What's up?
3: Yeah, no, not. I mean, just like, and then, but then it's kind of like it's like this weird group mentality where it's like, all right, we're just gonna kind of chill today. And then next thing you know, like Red's doing back sixteen. You are like, I guess we're not chilling today. And then everyone's not chilling. And they're just launching. Um, But that's the sickest vibe because when all the boys are just on and chucking, it's like it's like so electric and everyone's just so much adrenaline pumping. And you're just like, all right, we're going. And, uh, but you'll be at the top with your boys, and you just see somebody just like, there's like, there's no way this jump is going to be open after that. Like, like, you know, when you're at, you see some something go crazy, and you're like, dude, and you see them like disappear on their head, and you like grab your buddy and you're holding your buddy, you're like, no, 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 no. And then, and then no one closes off the jump, and you're like, what? What's going on here? It's <laughs> actually fine. And, like, there's no way that jump isn't closed right now. And then they be like, yeah, send the next. And the next one, just, like, another back 16. You're like, that looked terrifying. And then we're like, oh, we're, I'm about to try that. That looks so scary. But, yeah, the vibes are crazy. Um, just the training camp, it's like, because no one has really snowboarded that much. It's kind of their first time back on snow, and people are just going crazy.
2: And if you're in the contest scene, basically everybody up there, you're competing against each other at some point during the year. In These contests, and it's like if you're not dialed, contest comes early December is when they start hitting, right? So, yeah. you got to be dialed in by December, and there's no park jumps really aside from Sauce Fay and Stew and stuff early season.
3: Yeah, you yeah, end up having like every country there, and everyone's just going crazy. Um,
2: is it open to the
0: public? No, it's just a straight up private training, camp. yeah, yeah,
3: which which is probably good at some, to a certain extent but also would be kind of sick if it was open to public
2: well there's an interesting con- it's an interesting concept though because thinking about closing it off right then you start to get in the same space as ski racing mm-hmm. mogul skiing all of the olympic things that are kind of like have gone south a little bit i think are due to like closing things off for olympic teams only and stuff and i think that is maybe a downside To it's maybe a bad thing for snowboarding because it kind of leans into that like competitive ski skiing space I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
3: Dude, I completely agree. Like we saw that with the half pipe this year in the summer and that was like That was a bummer, you know, like this perfect pipe, but You got to pay 200 bucks a day to go and ride it And yeah, and it just becomes like such an elitist thing which Is a bummer in snowboarding. You see that a lot. Um which is really cool. Something a good like opposite of that is skateboarding. Anyone from anywhere can go and pick up a skateboard. It, you spend like one hundred fifty bucks to get a proper setup, and then you're on. It's easy. There's no other cost past that. But s- snowboarding, the barrier to entry is so high. And then once you start doing stuff like that, and closing down that pipe, and just making it such a scene, it that it, it for one makes it elitist and hard for a kid to imagine himself doing it. And then two, it kind of just creates this bad vibe around those guys that are doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, like people are kind of looking at them like, like that's like, that's whack. like you're like, how are you in there? I can't get in there. And like, it just kind of creates a whole bad deal around that.
0: Is that like skiers and snowboarders then?
3: Mm-hmm. At least like this summer. Yeah. Pipe the was. Summer yeah. Training.
0: Um, Two hundred bones, huh? Oh, it's an expensive endeavor.
3: That's insane, dude. Like, who's dropping that all summer? You can't.
0: Scotty James.
3: Yeah, yeah. But that, he's got people paying for that. You know, yeah, it's he's not got like peeps paying. Like, and if you're on the U.S. team, like, you're that's not you're not really seeing that money go. And so, if
0: you're a kid coming up trying to get in that game, the, yeah, the thing be is,
2: is that the benefit of it is that the eighteen, luckily eighteen foot half pipe below it was better in my opinion. Oh really? They had a fun ass eighteen yeah, that and was, was like sick. so good. So luckily you know the, the problem is is like the 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 barrier to get into the superpipe. Like if you're be- a beginner snowboarder, the way we grew up, you know, Bud's hand dug half so my local ski ward had this little tiny little like banked half pipe thing. It, it's a it's a very attainable thing to snowboard on a on a small half pipe. And it's extremely fun. And then the 18, you're like, "Okay, I can I can get behind the 18." But it, you know, the 22, it's just it just creates it's like the vert ramp that's killed that killed skating in a sense. It's mm-hmm. the same deal like it's not you can't learn how to snowboard on a 22 foot half. When I
0: came up everyone rode pipe, It didn't matter what yeah. you were into. When it was pipe session day, everyone was there no matter what your skill level. Yeah, and I and think that's awesome. probably
3: because a lot of resorts had pipes and it yeah. wasn't getting into this 22 realm. It was the eighteen. It's still friendly, but you can still get super gnarly if you want to. And then I guess like even further back, you know, like the hand dug, like little ones. Like everyone's like, this is so fun. Those were the versus the twenty two. It's like, <clears throat> this is death defying. Scary. I go in there. I go in there, and I'm like, I'll go like max crippler seven. That's like or a crippler, but I just I mainly just there to do airs because that's like the funnest shit. But I'm not trying to. 22 is a long... If you deck, that's a long way to yeah. fall, too.
2: Dude, sidebar, also, watching everybody up at hood, you know, Chase Josie was doing those, like, really stylish... He did, like, a front 10 heinous chuck, and then, Dude, like, heinous. Taylor Gold was doing the front side alley no grabs, and, and everybody was, like... There was a lot of riding clips of the competitive snowboarders doing stylish stuff, you know, and then Arthur Longo's in the mix, and mm-hmm. people are coming through, and I guess... It sucks that we only see half pipe presented in the Olympic or, you know, uh, do tours or like the, we only see chucking basically. It's like, we need to, we need like some, the pipe jams to come back where people Mm. would just, everybody's hiking the pipe and you don't, you're not going to win if you're doing 16s, but like,
3: dude, just yeah, doing stylish shit. Like imagine it would be sick to do a full pipe part. For some dude that's good at pipe, but, like, he's not he's not doing a pipe run. He's doing a pipe part of hand plants, carves, um, like a double heinous flip, mm-hmm. like some creative shit like that. Is It's so cool to watch. That's what I would do. I would go sesh, sesh the upper park, like, red jumps and jibs, and then go down and just post up at the pipe and watch the boys do some really cool creative stuff. They weren't really – that was kind of the cool thing I saw with the pipe team this year was they weren't doing like they weren't training necessarily they were like how can we do some stuff that is like kind of mbd styley um still gnarly and and then the whole pipe scene down below like the 18 like so many rad clips coming out from that this summer like it was so cool to see all that and you see like how much people do love pipe but you only like you said you see it on this do tour Olympic X game scale, but that's it, you know? And then as a kid, you're like, you're like, what? some kid from Vermont? You're like, where's the pipe? There's no pipe. It doesn't look
0: fun either at that level.
3: Yeah. It looks terrifying. And then you see, and then you're probably going to see someone deck and you're like, I'm good on that.
2: Real good on that. Yeah. So I have a question. I kind of want to dissect your snowboarding because when I look at the contest scene or, you know, take rev tours you have rev tours and then you have like the top 10, top 15 slope style dogs that are just like in- incredible. And there's like, it seems like there's this, like a lot of kids that are able to break past and learn how to do 1080s and 1260, like 1080, 1080 1260. Like there's a lot of people that have figured out how to do that. And then as you get into 14s, 16s, it obviously gets way more dangerous um and it seemed like for you you just kind of like were able to like click into that next level of past the 1080s and and into those those bigger 14s and stuff and and you flip your spins too they're not flat so you can't really like test out when you're going full ass over tea kettle um what how how did you break into the 1416? Big dog room
3: Dude I think That was like when I was 17 And the, it was my first time Going to Sauce Fae And like I said Vibes crazy And everyone's chucking you're like I should probably just Get on this wave And I remember I was doing switchback 12 Doing a bunch of switchback 12s And like dude I feel like I could just do it I feel like I could do A switchback 16 um, And then I guess That's the thing You, That's the thing Like I was talking about With like The kids trying Their first double corks Earlier Is that it's such a step into the unknown and then, but like a to do like a triple is like the step to the unknown, but like even scarier. And I remember I just was like, dude, whatever I, <laughs> I was listening to, uh, what was I listening to? Oh, Billy by, uh, six, nine.
0: Mm, love that track.
3: Crazy song to listen to, but I was just like, whatever. Like, just like the mindset. Like, I don't even care if I get I don't get care bodied. what people say. I'm a
0: six, nine fan. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and
3: i remember i just went in and just ying the switchback 16 didn't know what the hell was going on came to my feet and then like kind of fell over and then i think i got it the second try and then from there kind of just you just get fired up you know and then you just kind of keep trying to chase that in a way
0: with takashi yelling in your ears like that i could see you getting hyped
3: yeah it's like that weird like mindset where you just kind of like You don't really care if you get bodied that much.
2: And you know people can do it, so you know you can do it. Yeah. At a certain point in time, do you kind of trust your air awareness to come to your feet?
3: For sure, yeah. And I think there, but there's something to be said about trusting it too much. That's like, I've gotten pretty bodied before being like, dude, I'll just, I'll figure it out. Like I did that US Open. I was trying to do like back 12 off this side hit. And I'm like, well, dude, I've been getting to my feet. I'll just, I'll just try one and I'll figure it out. And like ended up destroying my ankle
0: i don't know if side hits were
2: meant for spins that big and also if you notice too did you figure out at a certain point in time that because that you're better at like flipping if you look at a lot of the people that do uh front, front side spins and stuff especially like they're super flat or just a little bit head dippy but yeah you fully just chuck them did, when did you figure out that that works better
3: yeah, I think that probably f- I figured that out when I started doing like under flips and stuff. I just would low just,
2: center of gravity.
3: Yeah, and it and the 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 flipping thing is kind of a blessing and a curse in a way because it is I think probably more consistent to flip, um, just like what I was saying. You like come around to it versus trying to stop a spin. You know, doing like the mons and like. But yep. he's a flipper too. He's just unreal. But, um, but the spinners like you. It's way more chill to try a new trick. Versus the flip, like, when you're flipping, you're like, all right, I'm really kind of stepping into the unknown here more Where versus, like, I'll just do another 360 off of this already flat spin that I'm doing. So I've kind of been – and with the way things are going, it kind of seems terrifying to try to, like – like, I don't even want to do a quad. That sounds
2: – Actually sounds crazy. Horrible. Anything after a double just seems like – I mean, watching at X Games Big Air – uh. Japanese homie mm. uh, that was just getting bodied mm-hmm. who was that that was uh,
3: that was uh what was Tiger? Was, was it Taiga? no it was a uh, talker talker yeah yeah
2: it was Takaru, yeah it was like when those things go wrong they go they go so yeah, there's just jealous. so much so many ways to die on them it's so wild watching you guys though because they'll you'll see you guys initiate for a triple and then be like nope and then like open up and like squirm yeah. around your feet <laughs>
3: Dude, yeah part of that but also part of that is like never not commit yeah. sometimes I'll be in it like I had one at locks open I was doing back back 14 and like knew I didn't get the snap and knew I was probably gonna knuckle but it's almost worse to pull out sometimes
2: so I have a question if we you know I mean you're putting down you can do switch back 16s back 16s front triple 14s all 4 14s basically right um what where are we gonna be in five ten years? Where are we going to be in 10 years?
3: Dude, hopefully not any further than that. You know, like who's trying to do an 18? That's the like, people so are doing nar- them. I we, we know
2: that back in the day, though,
0: like that it couldn't get much further, you know?
3: I know. And it continues to just go like what that one Japanese kid did that uh, 2160 quintuple deal. Millennium
0: spin? Is that what, what they were going? <laughs> but that was kind of something I've like. <laughs> <an> one? <laughs>
3: yeah, but like the millennia. Yeah. The infinity quirk infinity infinity? or something, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You could be like a helicopter, cork. dude, and you start you start getting lift because you're spinning so fast. <laughs> Infinity corks. dude. They'll be like on the on the videos, you know, like when a when a helicopter, you don't you can just see the blades. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like that, but a snowboard, you can't even tell it's spinning. It's just like, it's, it's like, just is he spinning? or there. What's happening?
2: <laughs> well, we we kind of have a guest question uh, that kind of, from Red that kind of ties in. It's a two parter, but the first part is kind of along the lines of what we're talking about. So. Uh, we're going to queue up this question from Redmond Gerard. Here we go.
0: Yo, what up, hole? It's Red Gerard. Got a question for Sean. Me and you have got to travel a ton doing contests, and we've got to talk about the things that we like and the things that we don't. Is there any new ideas or something you'd like to see change in the future that would uh, you know, kind of bring it back to life a little bit? Second, how was your time in China? I know some of the food was pretty crazy there. I watched you eat some food that I probably would not have eaten. <laughs> Um, but you seem to dig it a lot, and yeah, hope you boys are doing good over there. Oh yeah, and is it Fitzsimons or Fitzsimmons? It gets me every time. Oh God, dude! Like um, As a yeah, it was three part, yeah, was three. it's three. He said two part and then threw
3: three on him. I'm gonna try to have to remember all three, but uh yeah, I love you, Red. Thanks for the question. um We'll just start off with the easy one: Fitzsimons, not Fitzsimmons, but.
0: Do you correct people when they get it wrong or just let it let it go?
3: No. I don't really it doesn't really bug me at all. But it is funny, like I'll be like, like, oh, what's your name? I'll be like, uh oh, Sean Fitzsimons and the big like, Sean Fitzsimmons. I'm like <laughs> Sure. They just can't, worries, I guess. they can't yeah.
2: like comprehend that it's what it is.
3: Yeah. Um
2: And then there was a food in China and then there was a yeah, what the was format or maybe like a what would you change about contest kind of question.
3: Yeah, so the contest question we had kind of been chatting about it and we were watching, like, we were watching Chopu, um, WSL. WSL. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And just that format's so sick to have, like, the head to head, I thought. And it really kind of brings you more invested in the rider, um, where you can have, you can really cheer for a rider and, like, you could almost and make a tour out of it, just like the WSL has. But you could do a slope style contest where, let's just say, it's me, me and Red head to head and we each get two runs, and then those are scored off of that. And I think you could almost, like, you could put caps on things um, or just design a course in a way that – Put a cap on a spin? Yeah, but that's a whole other argument that gets hard because then you're like –
2: Let's get into it. What are
3: your thoughts? Well, I don't know. I thought it was cool at Dew Tour to do, like, that first
2: jump. Setup jump kind of, yeah. That
3: first jump was small as shit, like – and then people are doing twelves, and it was kind of like among the riders, I felt like it was kind of like, all right, we're doing nines on this jump sort of deal. But then you have the guys doing twelves, and you're like, yeah, that's hard. But every guy in this field can do a twelve, and then you just get spin, 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 spin down the course. Versus a little more variety to the viewer and a little more relatability, you know. Um, but then again, it maybe it's hard. It's like hard to put a cap on things is then it's like that benefits someone else more than
2: I have a, I mean, I have a solution where you don't put a cap on it. Let's say for that, for that particular jump, you don't put a cap on the spins, but you say we are going to reward style on Mm -hmm. this jump more than you don't even have to see. You just, we are going to, we are going to reward style as a higher parameter of judging on this particular jump. Take that information and do what you will with it. You can do a sixteen on it, that's fine. But we'll also probably score, say, like a really stylish back rodeo nine, or you know, a switchback five method. Yeah, um, just it, as high, just, just as high as a 12 higher, maybe. or higher than a twelve style. Because yeah. then you're not saying we're limiting the rotations. We're just saying on this particular jump, we're we're awarding style more points.
3: Yeah, I totally agree. And like. Yeah, having that style feature, I think lacks open this year. Had that with the knuckle feature. People were getting beat down for hitting that thing like a jump, Um,
0: just clearing it.
3: Yeah, just going over it, not touching hands or anything, and just like doing like a like a back seven or whatever over it, or like a back ten or something. But then you do like some cool hand drag that you get rewarded, which was sick because you don't see that often. Where they'd be like, "We're doing this," and then you're like. What happened to we're doing this, you know, and then it became a full-on hand drag feature that people were doing really cool creative shit on And I think having more features like that where the judges are really committed to the style feature, you know Or committed to like that knuckle feature. It's something new it's something that people want to see, you know, everyone's seen the the back 14 and the front 14 and you can get that later in the course um, with the big jump like it's always fun to have the money booter and see someone chuck hark like there's no way around that that's sick as well, but like having that style feature I think would be huge and And then to lead into that point so you have like this head-to-head format And it just kind of breaks down, you know until you have a final but having like a tour where Okay locks open That's kind of more like a big jump type of contest and then you go Let's just say you go to aspen it's, like, pretty side-hit heavy. And then you go to, like, to, let's just say, like, you could even do something on the East Coast where it's, like, pretty jib heavy. And then at the end, they kind of crown this all-around border. And, like, you could even, like, have a half-pipe contest because it's at, at a certain point, it's, like, really cool just to ride everything. That's, that's kind of what you want to be as a snowboarder, being able to ride everything. So by having these certain stops that are, like, heavily based in different things and you have... I mean the ideal it would be a tour where the win- the winners crown with a certain amount of money and then you if you're on the tour it's like just say top 40 riders in the world do the tour and then you sign a contract where if I'm not injured I'm fully committed and I'm going to be at every single stop so then you're getting you get paid by the tour to be at every stop you could have merch where people are buying your bib so you go like here Sean you're number 4 this season And then people can run that bib and make it, make the live stream accessible. Because at a World Cup, the only people that are watching a World Cup in Switzerland are my parents and other people's parents. My parents like up at like one in the morning trying to watch this live stream, versus, and it's you have to get a VPN to even watch it and things like that. It just makes it so not accessible to anyone. Um, But by having this tour and having the head to head, you get to know the rider more personally. I think it'd be really cool to see. And having that contract where you're like, I will be at every contest.
2: One hundred percent. It is, really well is, explained, is perfectly explained and it's what our sports missing. Like obviously the World Cups, like you know, I'm a love watching competitive snowboarding. I couldn't tell you a fucking single World Cup result or yeah, whatever. I like when I watch down. the do tours, I watch the X games, I watch the Olympics. But like we as far as a, a, a uniform I watch um, Natural Selection. You know mm-hmm. that's great. I watch the the U.S. Open, or the I guess that that's kind of done. But the lock. I guess the Locks Open was a good one. But other than that, that that's kind of like, there. It, it's like we need a unified system because then there's a points chase, and then you have a points chase, and you have somebody to root for, and whoever's in charge of is it FIS or w- whatever's going on?
3: Yeah, it's FIS, and it's gotten funky because of the Olympics. Of it's like quota spots for countries, so you have. There, I mean, there's so many good US riders like we'll have in the top 30 right now I think we have like dude like 10 10 to 15 dudes mm-hmm. that are like I think maybe 10 dudes that are just beast you know and then so it becomes a, uh, like this insane fight between the US guys to get I think we usually max out quota spots so it's like 7 of us but you so now like if you're taking the top 40 what it should be like you're good at snowboarding here you go Yeah, not you're on the country. tour Yeah, but then you have like someone who's Rank pretty deep from a smaller country, but they get a quota spot and then take that from the really good Norwegian rider, the really good Canadian rider that has earned their spot in the top 40 is a top 40 rider, but now is missing out because of these quota spots and because of the Olympics. I think that there's a way to do a tour and then the Olympic year, the team, like the countries kind of figure that out. I think you can still have both. Um, But I think, especially having different stops that are have more of a half pipe stop more of a jib stop more of a jump stop smart then it goes in and Feel then smart. there's a bit more of a storyline for like oh it's a jib spot keep your right. eyes on luke winkelman this mm-hmm. could be a good one for him or you know jump spot cleveland could go crazy here like you kind of have your red's favorites, got the you know? side hits locked yeah red's gonna with. go off like this big side hit a lot of half pipe features you know have like a have a hip in a conversation. Maybe Raibu
2: comes in for that one and dominates straight up, you yeah.
3: know, like is that that kid can ride slope too. Like a lot of those pipe riders can ride slope. The
2: kids, good. And that's there's so many things that we're missing. I love this conversation because like as as a fans of the sport, we need personalities to latch on to. We need humans. It's not just a rider doing their tricks. We buy into the personality. We mm-hmm. need to know who to cheer for, right? And and once we get to know somebody we get to know who to cheer for, but there isn't any of that storyline with any of the, the fist bullshit that's happening. And, and they're just dropping the ball kind of entirely. And, and I don't know how to make all this stuff. It's really complicated, but I can give my, my un, unsolicited advice all day long, but going back to all that stuff, like it, it would be so good for the sport to have something that you could tune into. I would love to know, Oh, there's, there's, Six events that I need to watch this year. Mm-hmm. That and it would give us something to talk about. We're a fucking media company that has nothing to talk about, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like we need something to talk about. You know, like I, I want to, I want to have speculations. Yeah. Like it was fun before the Olympics. Like you were my dark horse, dog. I was like, he dude, did say that. We, did we did an Olympic special. I'm like, Fitzsimons is my dark horse, dude. I think he's got it. And like that's what I love about conventional sports. I mean, I know you're a Seahawks fan. So. I know we just yeah. talked yeah. about. It. I Hawks. forgot
0: what is it, Simmons or Simons? <laughs> <laughs>
3: But yeah, no. I think like even as a rider, dude. I don't. Oh, how can I watch this contest? I don't know. You can't. People ask me. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think you need to have like a VPN or something. A lot of
0: people maybe don't even know how to set that up. No, Mm.
3: dude. I mean, it's so hard.
0: Your mom, my mom, wouldn't be able to set up a VPN. I don't think.
2: Yeah, and there's there's other. What about this? Is I mean, this is a touchy subject, but let's get into it. Um, Obviously, that there's some judging situations that have happened over the Mm. years. Uh, with with the the the, s- the slope style particularly, and and even actually the half pipe and and we've talked about that on, on our platforms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you? What are your thoughts on the judging? Yeah, I don't know. You can also say no comment if you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's true because he's getting Me- judged. media this training. Media training. Dude, Dude, I guess I'll go, go into it a little bit. Now.
3: Um, the judging, I think, I think it's judging. It starts. With the judges giving you a clear of what they're looking for, like that style feature, we want style. All right, then you gotta, then you're looking for style. It's not you're gonna be a twelve sixty or fourteen on that feature that shouldn't do as well as my dope ass switchback five or something. You know, um,
0: will they tell you that though?
3: Yeah, they'll they start take- with that, but sometimes they'll stray away. Tour,
2: they that's what they said, and then they In awarded the they meetings, awarded the higher spin. The riders' meeting, they'll basically give you a yep. breakdown.
3: And I think a lot of the judging it comes down to, like, and a lot of this, a lot of the stuff I'm talking about requires a lot of money, like a big investor that is passionate about snowboarding, um, which is hard to find. That kind of deal, and I think it could be lucrative if pulled off correctly, and with those marketing schemes that I was talking about. But the judging it starts there too, like, pay these
0: judges. These judges aren't getting anything. Like, do we know what they get paid? Okay, I know,
3: I know for. Olympic judge, uh, my friend who's a judge. He was telling me he was getting a hundred bucks a day in China or something. I I know that th- maybe not for Beijing, but I know for top a, tier right there. Yeah, top of the top of top dogs. That's his biggest gets. And they're getting a hundred bucks, and then they have some coach coming down to argue about the score and they're like, dude. Like lay off me. I just watched sixty riders hit this course mm-hmm. so many it's times. It's a thankless job. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm I
0: hundred dollars here for the day. I don't need you yelling at me.
3: And just like how the riders would be committed to the tour, the judges would be committed to the tour and be held accountable because one, they're getting paid more, and two, these are the judges. These are consistently the same judges that are watching the same riders, so they're getting to play for the field. So it's a little more dialed in that sense of this is what we can expect, um, and just accountability there you know these are the same guys always there i think that's huge and i think accountability also comes with a paycheck at the same time
2: yeah that's that's a very very a lot of wise words there a obviously it's a thankless job no matter what somebody's going to be think they didn't get scored high enough even if you score it, it perfectly in air quotes you know and and they don't get paid enough and every you know you got all these coaches yelling at them but the the huge issue you know with Take for the Olympics, for example. Like, um, and I do have to preface this with saying that Max Pro is a incredible snowboarder, and this is not uh, a, a situation where we are like attacking Max Perot in any sense. He should be extremely proud of everything he did and has done for the sport, and he's just like, this is not about him. This is about a, like a uh, kind of a, a mistake. So when you look at the scoring sheet for the Olympics, right? Somebody actually emailed it to me because we were oh, talking you, you about, saw it. Mm-hmm. and the jump where he grabbed his knee. Was mm-hmm. the highest scored jump of his run, right? So he ends up getting uh, an, a medal, obviously a bronze, right? Yeah. And know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But bronze or silver? Is no. that gold? He won. Oh, gold. He won. Yeah. Oh, he won with that grab. Yeah, I think it went. It went the knee grab.
3: It went. Max.
2: So Su- Su- you, Mark. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So so he won, right? And so the highest scored trick on his run, he did a uh, he he grabbed his knee on the cow 16. sixteen. Yeah. And, and so like, I think that anybody can agree that, that grabbing a knee, you should and, and not grabbing your board, like entirely missing your grab and just holding your knee is, is, is should be, you should be dock points. I think we were all in agreement in that, right? It, yeah. So, the
3: only time you're grabbing a knee
2: is cause you're like, I'm about to die. I yeah. Hold on a second. A hundred percent. And so, so but what happened was when we adjust the situation, we start talking about it. Well, the judges they blame the camera crew. Well, we needed we didn't have the angles that we didn't have what we needed. We didn't. It wasn't our fault. It was not our fault. It was not our fault. It was not our fault. Just repeatedly, as we don't have the things that we need, we're mm-hmm. underpaid. So it's so the the scoring was fucked up, but it's not the judges' fault. But it's the and it's the camera crew's fault. The camera crew. It's like it's like well, nobody's accountable. And like you said, like I think with higher pay, there need to there probably should be some ownership of like, hey guys, like we fucked up. I'm sorry. Like it was a mistake, you know, but we're accountable for what we did. We'll try not to make it happen again. But instead it's like, well, it's not my fault. Somebody else's fault. It's somebody else's and it's not mine. It's like, well, you get, you fucked up and it sucks. It's like, it's, they're humans too. Humans all, we all make mistakes and shouldn't, should be, but it it goes a lot better when you take accountability for your actions and you say, you know what? I, I fucked up and I'm sorry. And we're going to try to do better. And you're like, okay, cool. We can get behind that. But the like, everybody's pointing at Dude, who and everybody's standing there with their dick in their hand. And
3: you never, you never get to the root of the problem when no yeah. one like there's, when there's no responsibility there. It's just like uh, you go in circles all mm-hmm. day long, um, which is a bummer. And then for, to that tip, when the judges give Max that score, it's like, so I, I've heard like some people be like, oh yeah, fuck Max Perot or something like that. It's like, no, Dude, no, it's no, not no, no, no. That's yeah. not the
2: yeah. message. We yeah. can be clear on that. Yeah.
3: It's like, that's, the judges but then they're like saying it's the camera crew it's like just things gotta change there's gotta be a little more money in it which is hard to find you know um but there just needs to be accountability on every every side you know
0: i wonder if the money is hard to find though because you go to the olympics and they spend how much on the venues you know what i mean
2: yeah, I don't think it's it's you need like a big you need a big marquee like huge company that's down to kind of come down come and, in and run it and just have and have yeah. fu money basically to to be able to do something like, like this.
3: fu money so you can get away from the fist side
2: and, and and we just need to follow suit for the things that are doing well in our realm. Let's call it like you know take F one take um, WSL. You know they have these storylines built around the the riders and the racers and. You know, take for example, like I know, Supercross. You know, and and you just buy in. You buy into it. It's hard. We don't have anything to buy into. And I think that our our it would be good for our sport and for our audience and grow everything because because the system that's in place right now is just it fucking sucks. Like it's we broken. like I said, like we we want shit to talk about. I want to talk. I want to speculate. Oh, give me something mm-hmm. to speculate. Yeah,
3: exactly. About. Give us a tour to follow. Give us a tour to I follow. Place our
2: bets. Yeah,
0: I want to gamble. I want to lose some fucking money. Did you happen to see that photo I put on the gram the other day of Todd? Oh, Richard! He might have invented the the, the boot crab. Oh, really? <laughs> the trick? Are you talking
2: about the trick police?
0: <laughs> yeah, the trick police. He <laughs> might. <laughs> have, he might. He actually admitted it when I when he saw the photo. He's like, that might be the first boot grab ever documented. <laughs> well, what do
2: you think about um, performance enhancing drugs? Oh, oh. Should we should they be green light? Quite,
0: he did a little media thing. <laughs> like, uh, in his head, he's like, should I answer this? I answer <laughs> this? <laughs> Am I
2: allowed <laughs> to answer this? <laughs> um, we're, pro, we're pro-roids over here. We're big pro-roids. I mean... Dude, I don't think...
3: Roids, if you're a boarder, you're just going
0: to be like... You're uh, going into a jungle. because yeah, that's the problem. You can't
3: move. Roids
2: might produce a lot more boot grabs because they just can't...
3: You're trying to get there, and all like, you can find
2: is your boot because your board's too far and you're too stiff. I want to see a back 14, and then you go grab Indy, and you fucking break your yes. board because you're so jacked. Ah, true. <laughs> you tweak the Japan, it's and like, just like dude
3: I've been going through a board every contest. <laughs> every These grab. roids are just... Ah!
2: I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's find out who's truly the best with no parameters. No parameters. Let's see what the human body is <laughs> capable of. <laughs> Let's take this. To just the going
3: limits. two feet to the bottom. Stop.
2: <laughs> we gotta. We gotta make sure that the um that the the run through a wall smelling salts like don't flag anything for um the testing they do. Yeah. The yeah. Human. I'm
3: gonna have to. I'm gonna have to talk to you, Sada, about yeah, that, yeah, one. Yeah, dude. Good. Which is crazy. They'll just pull up at your house. Like, oh yeah. Have you experienced that for the
2: getting ready? Yeah, dude. Them?
3: I was like at Woody's. Come back down, literally before I get my car. Come back down and take a piss. Get down and go sit in my house. Like got some mod pizza, chilling. Knock on the door. I'm like, what? they like, who's coming over right now? I'm alone in my house. You saw it. I pulls up. I'm like, all right. And I'm like, you can tell it's them as they pull up. Yeah, they tell you they have like the little briefcase oh, and then. Okay. So I'm like, okay. So I'm chilling. I'm like, I just took a pee, so it's gonna be like a little bit and so i just start drinking beers and i'm like do you guys you guys want a beer i like, got some beer and they're like no we're good and we ended up just like chilling watching uh shit's creek for a great while show. Yeah. great
0: show great <laughs> show they just chilling watching yeah you dude i was, was like chilling for like an hour
3: i like couldn't cuz you can't drink too much or your pee's too diluted oh. and they won't take it which is horrible cuz then what now you pee and now you have to chill again and then you got to pee then they would have chilled
0: with you though that would have been kind of tight
3: yeah, no, they, yeah, I was trying to get them to drink. Get in these
0: me. guys with like an eight hour shift with you on the couch.
3: Yeah, I think they'll chill as long as you need. And it's their, then it's their job. And then eventually, like, oh, I got to pee. And then some dude will come in there with you and just literally drop your pants to your knees, pull your shirt up so you can see the whole deal. And then it's mad awkward. Oh, they have to like, straight watch. Yeah, it's mad awkward. And it's dong out.
2: It's like, check it
3: out. It's pretty it's weird. Just like, yeah. Nah, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> start some small talk. Like, yeah. I remember I was How's in the Italy. Weather? i was in italy after a contest and the guy starts running the water i got a little stage fright and he's running the water he's like it's all good man and i'm like dude this is weird like it's so weird just have some dude just looking at like full on like just like looking at your 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 dick and and like there's some eye contact going on and it's just like
2: dude you ever go full like just rock hard just kind of like fucking that would be tight you can't (laughs) can't really key though Take a bunch of Viagra right before you do the Oh test. my God, that'd be so funny.
0: You're but, sitting there peeing, you,
2: he's watching. He's just, I love my job. <laughs> you're having to, you <laughs> telling me how much you're you having to do like doing one of the, one of the, the if you yeah, see 40 year old Virgin, you, know over the shoulder, you go yeah. over the shoulder, uh, <laughs> banking it off a picture like me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> 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 that's good stuff. All right, we got a guest question from Dave Reynolds. Here we go. Hello, bomb hole.
0: This is Dave Reynolds, U.S. snowboarding team coach. I've got a question for Sean tell me how your first podium in locks went down and what that meant for your chances of going to the Olympics.
3: Yeah, that was like, uh, that was a pretty surreal day for sure. Um, and it kind of wound up that it was like me, Luke and Brock. And unfortunately, Judd, um, Judd busted his ankle at due. He came out, he had a chance to go to the Olympics too, but pulled out, you know, how ankles are, it's just so tough. And, uh, so then it was me, Luke, and Brock all competing in locks trying to get this last spot on the team. And so I think it came down because they do, like, qualies, semis, and then finals. And then so it's just me and Brock in the finals. And I think I pretty much – I don't even know what the math was, but I think I had to, like, win or get second um, to make the O-show or something. And, like, me and Brock were, like, dude, like, all love – whatever um going into this and first run i like landed but it wasn't like the sickest thing i kind of messed up the knuckle drag feature and i think i was like in sixth or something and then brock like landed sick run and was in second or somewhere in that realm or it might have been first at the time and then it was kind of like spaghetti moment and just mom, kinda, are you talking about mom spaghetti? spaghetti reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like lose yourself. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that was not. Sure it it yeah. was like
0: spaghetti. Yeah, he yeah. brought mom, spaghetti. To vomit vomit on my T-shirt already. Situation. situation.
3: Yeah, yeah. That song. You were calm and ready. Yeah, the song gets you fired up. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Shout out to Eminem for yeah. that one. I course. think he's inspired
0: a lot of people yeah. with that. What a great song. Yeah. Uh What a great career that guy had.
3: But no, it's crazy. Then I landed my second run and. Won the contest. It was like pretty surreal. Like more people were dropping, and I just kept staying in first. And I was like, "Holy shit!" And then I, yeah, and then I won. And then that is what qualified me for the Olympics. And then I think I headed over to China like twelve days later.
2: Bam! Surreal experience. Yeah.
3: But the the knuckle trick wasn't audible because I was like, they don't back my first knuckle trick. I was doing like this cab one fronty.
2: It wasn't audible, is what you said? Yeah. Audible is a term in— They in, can't use it? No, audible is a term in football when the quarterback gets to the line and there's an original play, and they have to do— they see the way the defense is lined up, and they do a different play call, and they call that an audible. So it's like a last-minute change, I guess, would be a word for an audible.
3: Yeah, and I was like, I'll just try to do a Miller flip, I guess, and that worked out, and yeah.
2: And you went to the parking lot on your front 14. I went back and watched that run. Yeah. Yeah, I figure out don't You went know. big on all of his jump tricks too.
3: That seems like jumping. You just rather go big than small. You're probably better off. You know, they for say the most part.
2: They say go big or go home. You go big or go home. <laughs> they say go big, go home. I showed up. I didn't go big. I went home. So <laughs> uh, yeah, and then but that like just to provide a little context, like there was one spot left on the Olympic team, and you you basically had to fucking win in order to make it to the Olympics, and that was what we call clutch That's ice water veins. Ice water veins. Yeah, that was,
3: yeah, it was pretty and, wild.
2: And I watched uh, Dave, Dave uh, sent over the interview of your post uh, run. It was a little bit of a Ricky Bobby situation. I don't know what to do with my hands. It seemed like. A little oh, bit. Was yeah, that exactly. Was I mean,
3: on? dude, I hadn't had that many <laughs> interviews at that point.
0: <laughs> that, it was really <laughs> happening. kind of felt like a
3: spaceship, <laughs> you
2: know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I got to go cue that up. This is a full Ricky Bobby. Ricky
2: Look at him Bobby. now, though. Look at all the media yeah, training he's had since now, the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a,
0: can, <laughs> he can dance. He can weave. He's got it all. Now. Although he hasn't
2: been Louis Vito. And, although Louis must have an incredible amount yeah, of media think training. Think about the training. Because he said. can just like Jedi mind trick yeah. you out of a question. You don't, you don't, even, 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 you don't even know what you asked. You, you you're think
0: like, you, had, he, you asked, and then you ask something different.
2: Yeah. Jedi. Did, you, did they give you media training for the Olympics at all? No. I
3: mean, kind of.
2: They kind of just said that. I you, think
0: they just go deep when you place...
2: Yeah, they said
3: don't talk about certain things mm. while you're in China. For like, example, don't be bagging on China. Okay, while you're over there. Ten four. Because like, if they take you, there's not a whole lot we can do. And I'm like, if they
0: take you, yeah, they like, send out, <laughs> I'll tell you, if they take you, they get Liam Neeson in there.
2: Yeah, who's Liam Neeson? Taken seven. Yep. Have you ever seen the the <laughs> series Taken? It's there's like a whole like an action. action. seven
0: movies where Liam Neeson yep. comes no. save somebody after they get taken.
3: He
2: well, better one of us. Dude. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They yeah. would have sent
0: Liam out for you.
2: All right, I think it's time for You Know What, Buds. Oh, wow.
0: Name that video part.
4: Name that video
0: part.
2: Name that video part part is presented by the Icon Pass, and our season of fun is fast approaching, Stony Buds.
0: From east coast to west, across Canada, the European Alps, to Japan and beyond, the language barrier has just been broken. To turn up the fun factor... The Icon Pass welcomes three new legendary destinations to its family of mountains. We're going Chamonix in France, Sun Valley
2: in Idaho, and right in our backyard, Snow Basin, Utah. Additionally, new pass options have been added to the mix, starting at only $269 adult. The Icon Pass Session 2-Day and the Icon Pass Session 3-Day offer a range of affordable entry points. It's time to bring the stoke and get ready to let the joy out with an Icon Pass in hand across 50 of the best mountains in the world. Head on over to IconPass.com. Now, Fitz Simons, how are you feeling? Confidence level zero through ten.
3: Dude, I've been stressing this one for sure. I think it's going to be nice just to get it over with, but I don't know, two?
2: I heard you woke up and maybe did a little research
3: this morning. Yeah, it's like cramming for a test. It doesn't really work. <laughs> it's his like friends were going to,
0: golfing and he had to stay back yeah, and research. To
3: smash Some research. I some info in my head about how are you supposed to. Like, it's yeah, not, how do you know? There's how, how many yeah, videos are 20, out there? Yeah, three, zillions, yeah. Two
2: decades of snowboard videos in uh, what, half hour? That's like a serious cramming.
0: Maybe in the early times there was only like 10 a year, but mm-hmm. nowadays there's like, I don't know, even how many a year, 100 a year?
2: I didn't give him any parameters either. It wasn't Ooh. like, hey, it's like every snowboard video. What did you watch?
3: Dude, so originally I was watching some Mac Dog stuff. That was that was kind of cool. to Go down that rabbit hood, those rabbit
2: hole.
3: I didn't realize how much stuff was at hood. Like there was so like, back in the day, old were, meadows footage. Yep,
0: they were filming parts up there. Whole yeah, movies.
3: dude, it was insane. That was super cool. And I had like a couple of my hood homies come over and watching those, and that was sick. Um, because you can find them all on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Mac, Mac Dog spent all this Mac time. Mac Dog, it's them up. so sick. Um. So I'm gonna try to keep watching those. That actually got me really hyped to snowboard. And then, uh,
2: robot food, right? You did, uh, yeah. I bang did,
3: and- I did uh, yeah. Afterbang lame, and after lame. Nice. Those were sick. Something that, that was, was a big s- morning. You had huh? No, no, no. This has been uh, okay. like a little bit. This was when I was still in Oregon. All right. Um. But like something. Those were like. The music they were using in those were so yeah, they, sick. They like
0: they kind of changed the game when they they popped in some new yeah new music that got some new vibes going.
3: So it kind of felt like I was blowing it. Like I haven't seen that kind of stuff. So it was cool to the bomb hole kind of gave me the made me dive into it a bit well, more. All of a sudden and gonna, you hear the
0: cars on a on a snowboard song and you're like, this is dumb. Yeah,
3: like they had like what Talking Heads. It was a that Talking Heads. This must be the, the that, place. You know. And then I met with you, which is a banger and.
2: There's also a robot food playlist out there, which yeah. I have on my phone. Well, well Matt
0: oh, really? got yep. us used, really used to snowboard rock, basically. Yep. And then yep. they came in and kind of changed the game. Same with Whitey.
2: Yeah, so
3: that that was a cool little rabbit hole, thanks to you guys, that put me down. I was like, oh, I've got to get educated, and I'm going to keep going down that because, like, a lot of inspo for just, like, tricks. Like, like dude, like, front – I don't know who it was, but, like, front five nose. Like – just, like, simple stuff like that. Or like, was, that, that looks looked, so sick, yeah, actually. Parker, like, huh? some weird, like, not, it's not even that weird of a grab, but just to, like, think about. Like, it's easy to get lost in your own tricks mm-hmm. and just keep doing those. And then I think watching some stuff like that, like, kind of opened up, like, oh, whoa, I never thought, it. like, front five nose, that's, that looks sick.
2: Cool. Now let's well, see how he does. Yeah, let's see how you do. Uh, your contest—I'd say—I I'd put you in contest guy category, so you don't have as much to lose.
0: True. He doesn't have a lot ri- as it, much riding. He doesn't on have as
2: much riding on it, but it could be. This could be huge for you. Okay. Here we go. Dreamland, Bob Bernquist. Come on.
0: Wow, dude! You just threw him a meatball. All right, let's his go. Favorite movie. Yeah.
2: Dreamland, Bob Bernquist. You think? No uh, way, dude! Oh, congratulations! I'm gonna give you your prize. oh, you get surprise bag. Oh, sick! You got a uh, bomb hole Yeti carry all. Shout out to our dude. people at uh, at uh, Yeti for hooking that up. And then you also have uh, all kinds of uh, B hole goods in there. This is sick. I think you got some towels and you got some hoodies. Uh, maybe a coffee mug. Let's go. Thank you, boys. I think there's some smelling salts in there too. Nice. Yeah, who
3: hooked you up on the on that suggestion?
2: The smelling salts? No, no, no. No, the, the song. Your brother. Uh, okay, but I will yeah. say that I've se- I've hung out with you guys. Like I don't remember who in your crew. Like maybe it was like Peace Park or some shit. Like
3: oh, it was probably it was uh, Peace Park. No, you, no, no, it was uh, Recharge. Recharge. Yeah. I yeah. oh, mean,
2: you guys like get together and you guys hammer beers and you watch Bob Berquist's <laughs> Dreamland <laughs> yeah. Park. all yeah. the time. <laughs> just over dude, and there over.
3: was a period where I almost like watched it every day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so sick. Because he's just like the sickest dude. Like.
0: I like that. I can respect that. Other, is there any
2: other notable like hammering beers and getting fired up and things watch to watch? Do you have any other wrecks?
3: Dude, like a lot of Bob like we still we watch his like a best, lot of the, the best run. the Best best vert run ever. It's insane. That's a pretty sick one.
2: Um remember his blunt kickflip on the rail above the vert ramp or whatever? Did you ever see that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in X games or something?
3: Dude, well how was his uh he was doing like
2: I also watched Dreamland, in the, to get this song. He does a a kickflip, indie backflip over the mega ramp. It's just Jeez. like filler. Dude. It's just filler. That's, That's like right filler. in the middle.
3: And then if it Kick wasn't flip, gnarly it enough, they bring the chopper
1: out. Yeah, dude. And the then chopper's like, buzzing yeah. around. The chopper. <laughs> yeah. The and chopper then at the really end of the video,
2: he
3: jumps on it. He like airs up, grabs it, and he's hanging on like all sus like. How long was he hanging on like that? And then just goes you later like above his compound. It's the sickest shit ever. Skydiving.
2: Filled I I like adrenaline. the clip of the helicopter just going like completely like losing control, spinning around in the bottom. Dude. And they're like these like drunken copter pilot or something.
3: It's like how are those blades not going to hit the QP? We hit something.
2: Yeah. Sidebar. Like talking about uh, when you're hammering beers and watching clips. I know that like uh, Scott Blum, like every time he like hammers beers, he goes on like a Sean Palmer uh, like oh, deep dive on YouTube, yeah. and they just watch like old Sean Palmer clips when they hammer beers. So that's another potential yeah, option. That that's was, great.
3: That guy was sickest. Have you have you seen the the miserable yes. champion? What a documentary, dude! Insane.
2: I showed up. I went the biggest. I deserved to win. Yeah.
3: Dude, we need more of that in snowboarding. <laughs> I think it'd be so sick. Like the
2: cocky, but it's like funny.
0: Dude, I remember he's
2: when it seeing
0: up. that after he did that at the event. Just totally serious. Mm-hmm. But he's like drinking too, I think. Yeah. So good. He would have like a beer before and after. Mm-hmm.
2: It's Like, I got drunk last night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drunk now. <laughs> and I'm about to win yeah, or something just, like that. And, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hasn't won. The best thing in the whole he, thing is like they interview him after the contest and they're like, they're like, what, what, are, what do you think, Paul? Rumors, he's, it's too damn easy for me. I might just have to quit. Yeah, <laughs> he's
3: like, I might as well quit this shit getting too damn easy. Yeah. And then he like, what, goes and wins in mountain biking. Yeah. He, like he, that's what he did. He quit and won some other shit.
2: We need some more post-game interviews like that. All right, for part two and Name That Video, part, this is for the listeners. Uh, comment on the photo of Sean on our Instagram. When his episode drops, that's where we pick our winner. Here we go. Primus? Yeah, that is Primus. It's a great video part. Baseline. Here we go. <laughs> we just took a quick little uh, break there. Uh, did you just hear something, Fitzsimons?
3: Yeah, I was uh, walking back from <laughs> the cooler. It bad, dude. <laughs> and I just hear Buds go, Jesus Christ, <laughs> from the bathroom. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: it was bad in there, man. It's a war zone. Yeah, it seemed like a war zone in there,
2: dude.
0: There's a uh, closed sign on the door now. <laughs>
2: nice I know that minutes. you're coming in. Do not go in there. When you're saying that midria, you know it's it's going down. <laughs>
0: Well it's like that High powered gas Yeah no, It's horrible <laughs> You know what I mean
3: When, you're, when you're, you're pissing Out of your ass yeah. oh,
0: High compression But it was the extra Like the The, uh, what the spackle That clean the paint Off the walls Oh it was
2: a It was a pressure washer was like a pressure <laughs> Full <laughs> pressure washer Dude it's crazy <laughs> Pressure washer <laughs> of Rhea Okay oh, So that Not me to say Jesus Well that You know what happens? we actually had A really healthy lunch today Too well, healthy And I think Bud's body Just doesn't agree with that Shit went right through yeah. me man <laughs> It's
0: going into shock Right now
3: <laughs>
2: well, what happened to Bud's, man? He just he, he ate a little too healthy. And, yeah. A little healthy meal, put him down. <laughs> he put him down. He might not be able to resuscitate you you him. You got to
0: do that like in increments. You can't just go for the full healthy meal, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyways. Okay. So you mentioned something, like, we were talking off air just on our little break here, and you said something about, like, uh, how, you know, we were kind of bagging on fists, and, and uh, you had some cool, good things to say.
3: Yeah, so... Obviously, we want things to change in the in the comp world. I think most, I mean, pretty much all the competitors, competitive snowboarders would agree with that. But in Fist, you know, it's just a lot of those guys were kind of just the hand they're dealt and they're trying. There's a lot of good people in Fist that are trying super hard to make a difference in snowboarding. Just kind of what they've been given by maybe like the over the organization, you know. It's a ski racing company. And so snowboarders already kind of an outsider in that, like a, like Robbie, he's the dude who kind of is, yeah, big shouts to Robbie. He's, uh, the fist homie that runs the snowboard side of things. And, I mean, he's the man and he, he's all down with the riders, like whatever the riders want, he's backing it. So big shouts to him. Um, I think it's just a tough, it's just tough, you know, the whole deal stuff
2: hundred percent. And that's, and that's the other thing too. It's like, and one other thing I'll, I'll get on, on board with you here too. It's like everybody that's there, like if you're judging a snowboard contest, making hundred bucks a day, you fucking love snowboarding, right? Like you're doing yeah. that because you love it and, and you've dedicated your life to it most likely. So it's like, we don't want to, we don't want to make uh, these guys out to be horrible people. We just care about it too. And want to see it do well. And, and even so like saying these things, it's a complex issue because we simply don't have the eyeballs to have a lot of money. Like, for example, mm-hmm. the NBA gets millions and millions of views. You know, uh, going back to take uh, Formula One. Formula One gets millions and millions of views. Then that trickles down to Supercross and they get less views. And then it comes down, by the time it gets to snowboarding, we are, you know, bottom of the barrel for eyeballs. So it's really, it's not really, a, it's hard to be a lucrative thing when people aren't invested in watching it, you know?
3: For sure. Maybe you get like just some, passionate billionaire that's willing to just be like let's do this tour sounds like i could make some money if it goes to shit pretty good tax write-off you mm-hmm. know like i don't know something like that that's what we need a little bit
2: 100 percent.
0: i don't know how often those passionate millionaires step step up very Might have to be a billionaire these days seems it. very yeah,
2: uh definitely a b on that there's not a slap a b on that one huh? Yep. uh going back to that i was also thinking about so you know <laughs> we're, these tricks are getting bigger and bigger and um, you know something I saw recently was Tor Gear did uh, a cab five forty on a park jump, and then before he he brought it in, he just cranked a method at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I personally love seeing the the like cool tweaks, you know, the switchback five methods, and the uh, you know just the unique accesses. I love like the Marcus Cleveland back rodeo flat spin kind of head turny mm-hmm. things. Um, dude, the, you know, Mons, Royce, you know, rodeo, no grab seven. You yeah. Know, so sick, things that like one that in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. What, what about, what about tricks going in a good direction? Do you have, do you have, uh, any insight on that?
3: Dude, I mean, I get pretty fired up every time I see like a back rodeo, switchback rodeo. It's just such a crazy access to see someone on, um, things like that, exploring that, you know, like what did Staley do at the Olympics? He did like this crazy double, double chicane, chicane. like, yep. And, dude, like, it didn't even – didn't get any respect on yeah, it, it. I felt like. That. I'm like, I'm like, all right, if you want to have a team meeting at the top of this and be like, who wants to do a back 16? And then and then you go, who wants to do the double chicane flip? I guarantee you almost 90%, if not more, is going to be back 16. Because the double chicane flip is like, no one's doing that. It's gnarly. How do you even figure that out? You know, versus back 16, you're adding another rotation on yeah. back 14. So – it's things like that that need to get rewarded, and I think it, like you see Staley pushing that, and a couple other guys pushing that, like Marcus Cleveland, the double uh, frontside rodeo, mm-hmm. pretty sick. Dusty's on that wave. Yeah, he was doing that in um Czech Republic. Like his run was sick, super creative. I think it comes with rewarding that, and also recognizing that that shit is hard. Mm-hmm. It is scary to get like a double backside rodeo. Like, dude, did someone just double backside rodeo ten? Like. That's insane. I don't want to try double backside rodeo ten. That's gnarly.
2: Totally. And then going back, I think that that the the parameters too. I said earlier, you award style, but maybe you don't just reward style. You reward style and creativity because that would make those tricks the double chicane. It, it's a, to me, it, it's it's pretty stylish, but it, it's really creative and outside the box. It's like innovation. Innovation. You know, yeah, in innovation should be rewarded in yeah. our sport. Well, exactly. Do the judges like get?
0: All that,
3: I don't know, you know, like at the Olympics, you're kind of like, did they get that? Because yeah. that sh- that was crazy, I thought. I th- and every rider up there was like, saw the score come in
2: and go, Whoa, yeah, well,
0: everyone. You, when
2: you watch qualifiers, pre qualifiers, finals, semifinals, like you're just run after run after run of just getting hammered with snowboarding. It, yeah, it, it, it's hard to get that's it right. That's what I'm wondering.
0: Turn, like, that's, it has to get a little mind melting for them.
2: And
3: that's something with that. If you did a head to head format, you're just ju- you're comparing two guys. It's not the whole field. And I think it keeps it more entertaining Ah, for the judge as well. I see that. You know?
0: I could definitely see that. All right. Let's uh, get into a quick Patreon question. This is from Jesse Correa. With there being so many talented boarders right now, and so many without a board sponsor, is that a choice? Are you waiting for the right contract slash company? Or is there just lack of money for great boarders like yourself?
3: yeah that's kind of a loaded question, I guess. Or do you
0: just break eleven and you need to get some specialized stuff? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think, yeah, you're looking for the right gear for sure. I think it's like the gear plus the contract. If the company's willing to give you some money, you know, I think it's hard. board companies, I think it's hard to give out a lot of money unless you're like the top dogs, like the Burtons of the world and stuff like that um but i think it really comes down to gear like your snowboard matters the most out of anything Like you can be wearing some funky outerwear and be like whatever but like if your board's like doesn't feel good that's a that's an issue that's a problem and like, if your bindings aren't dialed that's an issue if your boots are weird that's an issue so i think it's a mix of both of those things the contract as well as the gear i think it's more so the gear you know cuz that's the most important thing when you're riding um But also, yeah, like if they're willing to hook you up, give you a contract, throw you some some biscuits, as they say here, Uh um, then you're psyched, you know. But if a company's not paying you but you're hyped on their gear, it kinda becomes like you're psyched, but it feels like you deserve more, you know.
0: So we we tried to iron out a deal. And during the break, and it's—I mean—it's kind of high. High
2: the numbers. Were yeah, high. yeah, a, yeah. Bidding war for the run through wall smelling <laughs> yeah, salts. Sorry. I will say I don't think there's a rider more on brand for run through yeah. a wall smelling salts personally. But um, going back to what you said, I thought it was interesting. You're talking about good equipment. Uh, how many boards? You know, in, in one season, let's just doesn't. Mm. You don't need to name the brand or anything, but like, what's the most amount of boards you've broken in a season?
3: Dude, one season I broke eleven boards. I would break a board. Maybe twice in a contest, if not at least once. And usually, like, one in practice and then maybe one in the comp.
2: Yeah, you guys are riding those things to the limit. Because the average consumer probably has never broken a snowboard. Yeah, and the average consumer will make one board last several seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that. going back to what you guys are doing when you're chucking 14s, 16s, going huge, landing deep, landing on the tail. It's Land like deep. You, need, you need good equipment.
3: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that... Plays
2: a huge role. But in other news, kid just signed a n- new deal. Hurley. Woo. Yep. Congrats, dog. What's going on, with Hurley?
3: Thank you, dude. Yeah, they've been they've been sick. Like a lot of really cool people over there. Uh teamed up with Hale and Brandon Davis. Shouts to those cats. That's right. Um Yeah, it's been great. They're they're awesome. They've had my back like super heavy and that's been really cool. It's also cool to have like the surf side of things. I got like a wetsuit. For the coast, which was sick um, Yeah, really hyped on that First contract, so
2: And they're new in the snowboard game, right? They haven't done outerwear before?
3: Yeah, I think their line's dropping this year It wasn't out last year, but we were oh, running was it? it
0: Oh, just because I was going to say I thought I saw Davis on them um, Yeah, the yeah, game.
3: like we were running it But it wasn't, wasn't dropped it fished, to public It was just the samples at that point Yeah, yeah. But yeah I think they're they're That's starting cool. to dial in And I think it's going to be exciting How's the gear?
0: It's good, dude. You're paid to say that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: no, I've been liking it for good. sure. It's been good. Um, they're, They keep making tweaks and stuff, and we've been giving them feedback on everything. And I think as it – just because they're new to snowboarding, I think as we continue – as they continue, I think keep tweaking things and just get it money.
0: Well, the fact that they're listening to you guys is great.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Well, uh, I think it might be time to talk tarps off. Tarps off. Yeah, tarps off. We're going to go uh, – we're going to – yeah, talk about tarps off first before we go tarps off. Actually, let's go tarps off first. What
0: are tarps? Because, I mean, I had a uh, – I was moving, and I used some tarps to cover the uh, trailer in my backyard.
3: Yeah, tarps off is essentially what we're doing right now. Yeah. You
0: guys are going tarps off. Yeah. You don't got any tattoos like Chris. No, still working on that. You, do you have no tattoos? Dude, I got this. Little one. Yeah, one well, little. little. That's your tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Kids inked <laughs> um, <egged> up. That kid is, dude. Dude, little. He's uh, getting out of prison or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy's inked up. Little man. stick and poke, dude. That, it was supposed to be. That was, probably. Took a really long time. Got three, four <laughs> hours four in the hair. I, I was thinking twelve hours. Dude. Like, yeah.
3: No, was super I mean, painful. Work
2: on this next dot here, man. Yeah, was, I was
3: sweating. It was a long session <laughs> it for long sure. S- yeah, really
2: hurt, man. Yeah. It really hurt. So for the listeners, uh we're wearing tank tops. These uh,
0: guys are AKA the beaters are tarped yeah. uh, off.
2: uh wh- Tarps off. Yeah. What What happens when you when you switch into to beater season? Dude, I think it's kind of
3: just about being somebody. Like you just kind of. You're trying to destroy like being somebody. Like, wake up. Like, we had this running joke this summer. and be like, you wake up and be like, let's be somebody today, huh? So, why don't you be somebody today? And so that's just kind of like going up and like trying to get a clip or like just going ham for yourself. Um, Just
0: just doing it the best you can.
3: Yeah, just like everything you got. You're committing to shit. Everything you're doing. Yeah, I'd almost say, at least skating, like this thing comes on you're going on like you're going to commit to every trick you're on
0: um just because you got that on
3: yeah i've been seeing kind of these got popular like a little bit ago because i think we were running them in like 2020 it was like me dusty sleeper we running them pretty heavy and um kind of from there and then you start seeing them a lot a lot of them
0: and s- then you are see- you saying that you guys repopularized the beater?
3: No, 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 no. <laughs> Not saying that, but I did th- just a certain trend. I think we were kind of on the trend as well when like it was kind of getting big, and because
0: I seen it spike in like '93, and kind of went away for a little while. Yeah, and now it's back. And now it's back. It's back. <laughs> Here we it. are full circle. Um,
3: but you see a lot of guys they put on the, b- they put on the they put on the beater and they don't go off like, and you're kind of like, well, you're just trying like if you're snowboarding. You better be going off because then it's kind of just for show. It's like, it's kind of sick to see someone like they don't care that you'll get all skinned up. Yeah. They're running a the beater. They're still trying they're everything doing they ever it try. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like when you're, you're putting the kid on, you can't show up and ride 50%. Yeah. Exactly. You're riding 110%. Yeah. You're putting on for your city. In the yeah. If are going to
0: show up wearing that, you're, you're doing this. He's putting yeah. on for
2: the entire Hood River when he throws, throws it on. Straight him. out. The whole world the whole community. Yeah. yeah. I like Oregon. it. Oregon. I like it. And then yeah, snowboarding you're going Richter, skating you're going Richter. Yeah. What about drinking in it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you going Richter. Now I wonder Now wait, like, what if it's like a cold cold day, still throw throw them on?
3: Yeah, mostly we're spring riding in these bad okay, boys. Spring spring thing. Cuz then you're just that's just kind of that's almost like crazy. You're like, dude, this guy's got to be so cold. He's going to shatter if he yeah, he's going to right. get broke that's, off. That's o-
2: Olympics, did you think about dropping the jacket? Yeah, because that would have been sick. Yeah. Going tank top daddy well, on What him? if
0: the new Olympic outfit for U.S. was one of those? Oh,
2: my God. Dude, dude, dude. whoever's
0: been. is Volcom, are you guys involved again? Let's get that going. Yeah, yeah. I think that
2: would be a huge advantage. It would it'd be <laughs> so intimidating tricky. the other com- competitors. It would definitely just imagine
0: all the people up, to on the sides helping you. Yeah, just yeah, everyone's
2: wearing
3: These guys are about to go Richter.
2: Dude, <laughs> 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 Reynolds and Mike are just freezing up they just yeah, like, like. <laughs> <laughs> big old mittens and just tank actually, top we'll on them
0: extra large mittens. Uh. <laughs> the fans on the
3: side and beaters are just like, <laughs> yeah,
0: It's all about marketing, and that could be the yeah. what we need. I think that's what the we need. next
2: thing. Definitely, cotton is also <laughs> ideal for those. Cotton temp. is king yeah, out there. It's good. The, they actually call him the Cottonmouth King. <laughs> the cotton <Mouse> king. <laughs> horrible band. <laughs> Do not recommend listening. to them. I, You
0: know what? I don't think I've ever heard the Cottonmouth Kings, but man, what a name! <laughs> what a name! Mouth Kings. Wow.
2: <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Real before you your time. That? That's like no, a early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. That's an insane name, though. It's
0: a great name. Yeah,
3: a lot you of know rapping. They're from Cali They're rapping like about that. weed. Yeah, yeah. they're 100%. From Cali.
2: Now, I was kind of wondering. Uh, you know, talking to Red, he was mentioning that, like, when you guys uh, get a little tuned up, you get a little, you get a little cross eyed out there. Um, a lot of times, you're often uh, end up like you show up wearing a t shirt that's like a normal size, and then it becomes ripped and like stretched to XL and like soaking wet. Um, what's going on with that? <laughs> dude, I <don't> love <laughs> hard hitting know. questions. <laughs> I love when they come
3: out. <laughs> yeah, dude, my t-shirts, they go from like a size medium to like actually at my knees. Like the first time it happened, I think was sauce. Faye, and I <laughs> so
0: it's not just a one-time occasion, dude. It seems like it's pretty consistent, which is <laughs> like weird. weekly.
3: Yeah. No, yeah. It's a pretty consistent thing. If I'm having a big one, um, it'll be down there like sauce fay i was walking out of the bar and all, that's kind of where it like started Everyone's was like dude what's good with your shirt it's like it was at my knees like so
0: how does it happen dude i think it's just from dancing hey
3: recharge it I happened. happened i just w- did it, it at
2: recharge i witnessed it in the
3: flesh dude recharge i lost three shirts that night got them ripped <laughs> off me
0: i don't know if like people are hanging from your shirts or that's what gets it dude wrong, i think it's
3: kind of just me bouncing
0: around bouncing like cuz i
3: like I, I like dancing and, like, kind of just like getting.
0: You get a little beer on the bottom of the shirt. It gets heavy. Yeah, getting starts. loose and, like, just. Yeah, just. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs>
2: Maybe a, a little, the bloat expands it, a little bit bloated. Yeah. The blow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm glad we debunked yeah, that. Yeah, I'm glad. I was wondering, wondering the situation on that. I'm yeah, recharge, though.
3: They were just, people were coming up and just going, and just rip them off and be like, well, there's another one.
2: Yeah. Also, you mentioned your, uh, you were you talking to Red, you guys have some fun drinking games and you said you said you had a pretty good soundtrack if you're going out drinking.
3: Yeah, dude. Best soundtrack that I've found. Drinking soundtrack. Dude, so like uh drinking games, like you ever played like seven eleven or doubles? Um seven eleven or doubles, two hundred. Whatever you're playing, really it works. Um, put on the dodgeball soundtrack. Oh wow. <laughs> it's so killer, dude. You get like Eye of the Tiger. Mm. Um Final Countdown. Oh, wow. Like, just
0: bangers, good, basically. Good songs. Yeah. Those yeah. are all, like, heavily motivating songs. Yeah, yeah, so
3: and it's so funny to see see someone, like, playing 200, rolling the dice. To the Final and Countdown. And it's, like, the Final Ooh. Countdown.
2: They're like, oh. <laughs> Great song. Patches of hand Crushed by Ten Tons Irony. Let's <laughs> mm-hmm. do this. Okay. uh, Dude, Vans Contest here, like, two summers ago, didn't you, you did you win it? The AM version? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I won, my brother got second, but that was actually a funny story because I was I was so bummed on competing, skateboarding after my combi experience, I was like, I'm never doing that again. And I remember the just opened, I had class qualies day, which I was psyched about because I'm like, no pressure to do this contest, I'm not doing it. And then I went with my brother to practice, he was doing it, and I'm like, and Mo this is when I met Mo Jennings, just the man. Big shout out to him. Um, I go to practice and I'm like, yo, I'm not in the contest, but like, this park just opened and I've been wanting to ride it for a while. Is so anyway I can just like hop in, and skate? And so I skated. I Me and my brother were just, dude, I mean, getting to skate that park for the first time. It's like one of my favorite parks ever. It's insane. And Mo was like, I was leaving, and Mo was like, dude, you have to do the contest. You got to do it. Like skip class, and I'm like, oh, I got class. He's like, dude, whatever, skip class. You got to do this contest. I'm like. I don't really like compete in skating. And then he's like, dude, you're doing the contest. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'll do the contest. And yeah, worked out. It was sick. Super fun vibe. Everyone was going crazy.
2: Worked out as not you won it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So dope. Uh, we actually just reminded me, we went, we haven't even talked about your Olympic experience. You uh, went to China and Red asked you a question, something about uh, eating, answered, eating right. some food or you ate, or you're eating some wild food.
3: Yeah, dude, I'm just not a picky eater. I'll eat whatever. I think it's kind of fun to try to branch out. And Red's always giving me shit because he's like, dude, you're going to eat
0: that. I'm like, well,
3: it's worth, a sh- it's worth a shot. It's pretty funny, though. He rips on me a lot for that. Um, the thing is,
0: a lot of it's really good, though. Yeah, I'll be like, dude, it's salt actually was, really salt good.
3: It's kind of weird. It's a- I'll be like, it's actually really good. And then. Do
0: you eat any fish eyeballs when you're out there? No, no.
3: But then I'll be. But then I'll be sounding like buds on the toilet. Yeah. Right. And I'll be
0: like, ah,
3: it
2: was in, good, but never China, again.
0: they use like a lot of different oils than we're used to. Yeah, for sure. So, so just, just kind of the,
2: the kind of muttering, uh, Jesus Christ to yeah. yourself <laughs> <laughs> while having aggressive diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. Describing. Okay. Well, exactly. Dude, and then alive. you get
3: out and you seal the door. Don't go in there, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Please bro. don't. And then Red will walk by like, Ooh, <laughs> what the hell! Well, you got to
2: think. Red also, his sister is one of the best chefs in the entire world. So he yeah. does. You can kind of throw his opinion out because he's eaten too he's good. Just spoiled. Yeah, he's his spoiled food palate is a yeah. little
1: spoiled.
0: Did you experience any of the Eastern style toilets?
2: Was it the
3: butthole washers? Not the hole. Are no, you talking about the holes, the, holes, the, the, the holes? It's just a It's oh, just hole. Okay.
2: Yep. And you'll
0: no. know you might stop at a certain even a hotel. That's all they got. You might stop at a certain area where they got Western style here, Western style here, and then like three Eastern style. And if all those are used up, it's like
2: <laughs> well, technically, is that's that our natural that's man. our natural way of uh, taking a shit, right? Yeah, like,
0: but I haven't shit like that ever in my life. Oh, dude, I've, I've used those out in the yeah, back Japan, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, in the woods. But I'm not really. That just seems kind of difficult. I mean, yeah.
2: the worst. What if the, you missed a hole? No, while. that's that's what I was gonna say. You 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 have to kind of like. Push it in a little bit. That's what happened to me. I was oh, not. I, wasn't on, I it's it's wasn't on target. I wasn't on target. Yeah. How much How you push it? You use your oh, They use my yeah, shits. You know ta- what I mean? Paper towel and yeah. Yeah. I mean that's oh. your natural. That's why they have the squatty potty where your legs go up. So you yeah, the old you, squatty mm-hmm. potty. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to get more like your. That's how your body's naturally. I don't to do. know.
0: After I poop, I don't want to like play with it. You know See, what we're
2: actually going to do here at the ball? We're going to remove the toilets and just put a hole.
0: We're going. We're going Eastern style.
2: It's <laughs> a little harder with the spackle though When uh, you start going yeah, the so what Pressure to the washer they spackle, dude. They eat a You lot gotta to be beach. on so target You
3: could have like a little rope You could hold on to So you don't lose balance That would or be something.
0: tight See that's stepping up the game True yeah kid's, yeah. kids a thinker
2: Yeah Deep thinker the, Well the roast The the, the rice kind of binds everything together When you're over there uh,
0: That's true But China though the There's a lot of street food in China
2: there, Well we're getting into the weeds A little bit here So uh, yeah So China you, you went there For the Olympics you're there for a hot minute. How was that experience? How, how nerve-wracking was your run, actually? First of all, let's start with that.
3: Dude, I don't know. The run was pretty... I remember being really nervous before that. You know, definitely hit the bathroom a few times. But the run was pretty chill. Um, I feel like I kind of just tapped into this this mindset of... The same mindset I had at Locks. So I was just like... Whatever happens, happens. I'm just snowboarding. I don't care about this contest. And that's kind of been the best strategy for me is being just like, I'm snowboarding. I'm here with all my buddies in this super cool place. Like, I'm so lucky to even be doing this. Whatever happens, happens. It's all good. So that was, I was like pretty calm actually for that. Um, I will say I didn't love like the China course a lot. Um, And what I found if I like the course, um, I don't. Like, usually ride with music. <coughs> but if I don't like the chorus, I'll ride with music. What and are we slapping? Was, dude, I like everything. Like Everything. I'll hit, like, rap, indie, rock. Um, are you just
0: going shuffle on the playlist?
3: Yeah, dude. Sometimes sometimes I'll find a song they I'll get really attached to. For a while, I was, like, really attached to Got to Have It by Method Man. I uh, played that song a lot for a lot of contests. Uh, but then... But then recently, I've just been like all my shuffled, all my like songs, shuffle them and then practice with that. Shuffle the like songs. Yeah. And then I just practice with that. Um, If I, when I get my first full poll, usually I'd be like, oh, I just use that song, I guess. Apparently, I was vibing with it. And then just run that.
2: Do you have a pre contest routine?
3: Not really. Um, I do a lot of pacing, I'll do some pacing at the top for sure. Fair. Uh, I just try to like get away for a little bit, at least before my first run, and like kind of no matter what happens on my first run, I'll usually be like kicking it with the homies after, um, it land or not. But I will do like some pace and just kind of like try not to think about anything and just go do my own thing
2: for a little bit. Yeah, because there's a lot of strategy with slope style there too. Because you strategy. have a bunch of tricks, you got to piece it together. There's kind of an art to piecing together a run.
3: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's always the tricky thing, and that's kind of why I like slope style. It's like you dealt a new thing every time. So trying to get a new run and figure out what works for you and what does it on the course is fun.
2: And there's something that maybe people don't think about in a slopestyle run is, let's say you want to do a switch trick on the rail and then a regular trick on the jump and then a switch trick. Like what y- they, they dock you points for reverting. So uh, basically you have to like line up everything where you land switch and regular and, mm-hmm. and get wow. that all queued up.
3: And you got to think about, like, you got to think about which ways you're spinning, which can be hard. Like, cab, I'm so bad at spinning cab. Um, so it's always a challenge for me to try to get some cab in there. I'll usually try to put it on the rails or something or, um, yeah, things like that when you're putting together a run. And you kind of end up, like, kind of getting, like, what tricks, for the most part, you do at every contest. But, but yeah, definitely fun to put together a run. And I found what the music thing has helped. If if I don't like the course, I'll be like, "Oh, music," and then I'm down.
2: You guys were over there for 21 days, (laughs) dude. I cannot tell you how
3: good it felt to get on the flight home. It was insane. That was that was a long haul. Like at first, I was excited, like, "Oh, I'm gonna get the whole experience." And like, dude, like a week into it, you're like, "We know we going home. This is insane." Because also with COVID, it kind of felt a little more. You're like so locked down. You're with your crew. You're wearing masks outside. Um, They had, like, those Roundup pumps, you know? And they'd be, like, spraying disinfectant.
0: The what pumps? Like, you
3: know, roundup to spray your uh, grass or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were spraying it with Dude, the Roundup. Dude, it was wet with with disinfectant. It was kind of nasty. They're
0: just wetting everything down. Yeah. I mean. But yeah, pretty
3: incredible experience either way, though. You know, like, opening ceremonies is really cool. Uh Just wild, I think, something that was shocking to me was how big of a deal it was when you're there you're like whatever and then you're kind of like dude there's like like the amount of money that is pumped into this event is insane like they have a whole nother village for us they like they built a town which is kind of hard to wrap your mind around and then that was something that i think we were talking a lot about the olympics was the snowboard tour and like why does everyone care about it now like it felt like no one gave a shit and then the olympics happens and now they care but that's only every 4 years and you just have to be on that year to get to the olympics when like and you could almost argue that some of the other snowboard contests has more talent because you have all the norwegians you have all the us guys not just four of them or like you have all the canadians you have all the japanese like it the field is huge and the olympics is just four of the best but then also snowboarding's like who was the best that day it's like hard there's not that one dude I mean obviously you got your top cats but for the most part it's flip-flops so that was something that we were like dude why do why do people care now when we can like obviously people care about snowboarding they're into it right now if we can just make it more accessible that was like my big takeaway from the Olympics was how do we get this more mainstream because people do care like you like my Instagram following just like just for going. Which was wild when I've been when I've been snowboarding, you know. So. It's
2: also an interesting thing to think about too, is that while everybody like kind of snowboarding goes in this crazy direction, where it almost feels like we're losing our heartbeat for a second with the Olympics too. Mm. In the sense that going back to all the team trainings, team people countries are riding together, uh, it's got a bit of a ski racing vibe. All of a sudden, like mainstream media is really into it strictly for the fact that it's it's the olympics but the year following the olympics is a kind of a great time to recalibrate Mm -hmm. and find our north star again with that stuff because it's like kind of now everything almost goes back to where people don't give as like a large population aren't going to see any snowboarding mm -hmm. for a while so i think it's actually it's kind of good to recalibrate the year after the olympics as like a sport or contest series like you're talking about
3: and it feels like yeah after every olympics every olympics it's like there's always this giant conversation of what can we do better you know mm-hmm. from that i think almost every year that's happened um
2: yeah 100 percent. and it, it definitely has got better in a lot of senses going back to like todd richards he was talking about when he did the olympics it was combined two runs two runs only oh mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy yeah. you know so you basically just have to Be conservative and consistent.
3: And, like, you could almost argue, is that going to bring more style into it? Maybe? I don't know. Like, are you going to go for that, like, hero run because you have three chances at it and, like, try to do, like, a 16, 16, 14, 14, 16, 16, whatever it is, maybe you add more style with the combined format. (sighs)
2: Something to think about. Something
0: definitely to think about.
3: How'd you get the nickname Bond? Dude, that came freshman year of high school. My really good hometown buddy, Kale. he would just walk into math class. We had math class together, and he'd be like, the name is Bond, Sean Bond. (laughs) And then it kind of just from there turned into Bond, and then that's what everyone in my hometown was calling me. And then the snowboard world found it, and here we are. Found it.
2: (laughs) I also heard another story from the Olympics from Redmond. Gerard. From Reggie. Reginu. Regimon. Regimon? Regimon. (laughs) Regimon. Regimon. That, um, maybe you guys were a little fired up. You're kind of excited. You're at the Olympics and maybe there was a slap situation that happened. Do you want to kind of break down the slapping debacle of 2022?
3: Yeah, I could break that down for you guys. Um, so yeah, fired up at the Olympics just had like, it was super fun, great experience. And now we're finally, we're, we're getting out of there. On the bus to go to the airport, and we're on the on the bus, and just I don't know talking shit to each other, blah blah blah, back and forth. And I go, I right, was yeah, like, dude, slap me, slap me. He's like, no, I'm like, slap me, and just like, boom, smacks me across the face, and just grab, like, cups my ear in the process and blows out my left eardrum.
0: No, like, actually blew it out. Yeah,
3: yeah. Blow out my left eardrum and then yeah. it was wild because then i had like a 35 hour travel day all the way back to you're not
0: supposed to travel with a blown out eardrum
3: yeah i know well it was like pretty chill i just felt so funky the whole day kind of felt like because i've blown this one out too i've blown both eardrums out and this one like just kind of feels like you're looking at yourself from third
2: person it's It kind of gives weird. you vertigo yeah yeah it's wild full brazilian blowout so yeah, yeah, they call that a Brazilian blowout. Brazilian <laughs> did they actually? No, that's that's <laughs> a woman's hairstyle. No, you, you could c- have just said yes. They actually called <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Oh, it's called a Brazilian blowout." <laughs> it could have been one of those things, else. and then it could <laughs> have been he one of those things
3: for years. Yeah, I, I, I keep passing it along. Someone blows out their eardrum. Oh yeah, Brazilian blowout.
2: The Brazilian blowout. Oh, yeah, someone slapped you in the face. Brazilian blowout. Yeah,
0: and then the ski patrol. You're gonna walk up. Someone's hurt. Ski patrol's like, you got a Brazilian blowout.
2: Ten four. We got a Brazilian blowout on yeah. our hands. <laughs> Call it paramedic. So going back to Red, he mentioned that. You guys talk shit to each other to get fired up when you're all scared to do 1600s or whatever they're called. Oh, yeah, dude. It uh, what are you What are you saying to each other?
3: Yeah, basically, we'll just be, be like, dude, I mean, you got to do it eventually, right? Just do it now. I'm going to I'm gonna do it. You going to do it? And like, I mean, if you do it, I'll do it. He's like, okay, I'll do it. And you're like, okay. And then he, he does it like, I guess, okay, I guess I'm doing it. And then you go and I like follow Red, right, bounce off the knuckle. Right after he does a perfect back sixteen. That's what's crazy about Red too would be like me and Lou it was me, Luke, and Red and Sauce all battling and we're trying back sixteens and this dude is battling with us. And we're like, What is going on here? Like Red didn't already land it. Like Red is like it just seems like it comes so chill. And where it's like almost crazy when he was like we were all battling together. It was super sick sesh. But like probably trying it like seven times trying to land it. And, but yeah, stuff like that, like, dude, you just do it already. What are you waiting for? Just do it. And it's like third run. Just do it, man. Cause you kind of
0: do have to do it, huh? If you're in your field.
3: But yeah, eventually you got to do it. So it's like, what are you waiting for? Just saying, saying stuff like that to each other. Like, what are you waiting for, dude?
2: You know who doesn't have to do it? Me. Frank April used to say, like, you get to a spot and it's like, oh. I want to do this trick. He's like, if you don't do it, then I'm going to do it. And you're like, fuck <laughs> you. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and he was serious, right? <laughs> yeah, 100%. You don't do backflip. I do backflip. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to strangle you after I land this backflip. So going back <laughs> to this stuff, I was just thinking about you guys riding these four pack in slope style, four pack Shakors of just gigantic jackers. And in addition to having incredible air awareness of knowing where you guys are in the air and initiating spins properly there's a huge factor of gauging your speed properly you guys are so good at that like how do you how do you fucking do that (laughs) that's what i'm asking
3: dude i don't i think you just hit a bunch of jumps a little bit like you just kind of get like a mental
0: it's just there for you guys
3: mental speed gauge i guess kind of hard to explain, I guess. Like, can you,
2: you can tell, though. I know, like, you can tell when you're actually getting to the top of a lip and you're like, oh, I overcooked it a little bit. Oh, I'm yeah, going yeah. to overjump this thing, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, like, for sure. Like, you know, once you're on the lip, kind of at the point of no return when you're on the lip, you know what's about to go down. Like, you know. <laughs> this isn't going to be Like, good. if you're going to knuckle, you're like, got to get going. Got to get there. Like, especially if you're spinning. Like, let's just make it to my feet on this one so not sideways on the knuckle or something. But yeah, definitely if you're, especially if you're, like, setting a trick. Because by the time you're, like, setting the trick, you know. But you can't, like, pull out. So you kind of just have to figure it out. Like especially if you're going too big. That's, like, kind of the scariest. Can be.
2: Comp run, too. You see people, you know that the rider is coming to the jump. They know they're not going to make it to the landing. But they're, like, comp run, chucking anyway.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Comp run, it's, like, you just, it doesn't really matter. Gotta go for it. Yeah.
2: Well, I have a snowmobiler buddy that I would always say when it comes to jumps, the more you hit, the better you get.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's a fair assessment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Reps. Yeah, reps.
0: Get those reps up.
2: What about uh asking for a friend that has uh bad fundamentals? Um <laughs> I think I knew who that friend did <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> set up turns. Setup turns. Do you guys focus on setup turns, like like going more straight at the jump?
3: Yeah. I'd say so. Um Especially as a grom, like that was kind of something that you kind of grew up doing, I guess. And then now you don't really think about it, but for sure that's like where everything starts, you know, is those turns and like being having good edge control and like like uh, if you're spinning backside, like not like shit hooking off the lip, you know, because um, then you have no control over your spin. You're just like you. We call it heli dicking.
2: Heli dick. Never
0: heard that term. You ever wow. heard no, heli
2: dicking? I'm, I'm going to use that though. Well, yeah. You is that like it
0: in a dictionary? Is it like a, I
3: guess like snowboard dictionary? Urban dictionary I'd say maybe? It's, it is now. Like, you know, when you see some dude like shit hook off the lip, and yep. then they're just like, yeah. like they have no they have no control over That's this. Heli Yeah, because you're kind of at the will of the G's that you're on, and I think it in my mind it came from Heli dicking as in you're just so ged out that your dick is like G'd out, and it's <laughs> like a helicopter, a like meat helicopter. Yeah, yeah meat helicopter. Yeah.
2: Ellie Dick, and I like that. Swinging around. Yeah, like most often seen on backside spins when yeah. people just go hard. Backside switchback, right. dude. Yeah. Switchback, you see a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you watch like the the big dogs come through, they're going straight. They're setting an edge, and then they're like torsionally flexing their board. And That's what's crazy the torsionally exactly. flexing. That'd be
3: something like with cab. Not a great cab spinner. Do a lot of pre slipping on cab. Yep. Slipping. And I'll be like going in, and someone might ask Red right at the top or Luke and be like, dude, why is he a. Uh, this guy seems like he's going to go really. Going really fast in this jump. He's like, oh, he's, he's spinning cab. He's spinning cab. Just just wait and just <laughs> <laughs> The yeah. switchboard slide double undie flip. Yeah.
0: And sometimes that seems to turn into a trick too for mm-hmm. people. Didn't we see that recently? Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, you almost see people do cab ones to
2: like back ten or cab twelve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they can just do anything they want nowadays, these guys.
2: Yeah, the the uh, it's also like very similar to like a slice on a off of a tee. You know? you it's on just a like, It's now. like a backside spins like a hard snap hook into the woods type yeah. of deal. You know, exactly. I know about those. Yeah, buds. Is, buds is actually he had a couple of good shots in the tourney the other day.
0: So I'm ready to go golfing again.
2: Um. All right. So I think it's time for the pub beer it crap is time.
0: shoot. You got one? I got one. Oh, we're not we're not cracking. Welcome to the, I don't the pub, pub know. I just beer crap play. shoot.
4: <laughs> Oh,
2: God God. oh yeah, pub your crap shit. Yeah.
0: How is it? It's delicious as always.
2: They're kind of Northwest dogs. Yeah, Puppier. how's your doing? You're your Northwest your hood. Are they Hood River? No, they're Yeah, banned. They're banned. Banned. Yeah. But how they how you like beer? It? Yeah. You drink those at home?
0: Not
3: often, but You're, I have like the. I have the Ten dog. Barrel
0: IPA. That they have a good one. Ah, all right. The
2: sister Did company. You, they're yeah.
0: cheap and they're fun and they're delicious. So give them cheap a shot. fun
2: beer, pub beer. If you're gonna cheap get blacked fun. out, get a pub beer. Or if you're gonna have three, yep. Or one. Or if you're gonna drink responsibly. Or if you're gonna get an Uber. Play what's know? the games you play when you drink?
3: Two hundred. Two
0: hundred. Two hundred is really fun. So at twenty one, asshole, is that a game still, asshole?
3: Uh, yeah, it's like a card game, but oh, okay. maybe less between game. But like Seven Eleven or Doubles, play that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then you got like your classics like Rage Cage and
2: um Beer Pong.
0: Beer pong Yeah
2: Well you choose to put a beer for those And uh, roll those dice And we'll tell you what you gotta do
0: You can buy beer pong at sevy these days
2: Beer pong? Like a table?
0: No like the kit
2: More. Or What is one of your worst bales?
0: One of my worst bales One that really shook you up
2: In the words of Mob Deep Some shook ones
0: The shook ones <laughs> Which one really shook, shook one. it out of you? The shook ones part one and part two
2: Which one jarred something loose if you will? Jar Jar Banks
3: Jarred me loose, dude Actually, I had one It was like the Z-Rail In the park It was like probably Four feet off the ground
0: Z-Rail or a C-Rail? Z, like As in Z-J DJ. Yeah DJ Z-Trip
3: Yeah, and I went and Just stuck my nose In the closeout of the Z Like it wasn't like full Close, like 90 But pretty good And And it just went straight Scorpion I'm pretty sure my board hit Like Back hit over my head Like Over your head <laughs> Put the braces in my lip, and then, like, ended up having to get surgery on my shoulder after it was all said and done, but that was a pretty good one. Yeah. had I cu- had a lot of funny ones, though,
2: like, just bouncing off knuckles
3: and stuff. It's
0: Going like fun and games. Strunk driver off a knuckle. You
2: got hurt uh the Olympics before in practice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I did happened? uh
3: last run of practice. I was trying to do switchback 16, and then landed it, but was kind of too much on my toes, and, like... Compressed super hard And then flipped over And then like Kind of tomahawked Down the landing And then Ended up like Hooking toes again And like Crunched my ankle Um And then it was Pretty bodied after that And then I just took Like a bunch of Tylenol and Advil And then competed In finals And then Kind of just chilled And then did big air And just did like Front 14 Back 14 And then I was like I'm good Wow So that was yeah And then I got Got it operated on In april
2: any advice for people dealing with uh injuries
3: dude i thought miles had some really good advice they kind of related to him a lot on that they kind of try to stay off your phone um go for a walk like i was i would go and like listen i would listen to the bomb hole i go like golfing um because i could golf and go do something casual like a hobby read a book uh But definitely, like, just try to stay off social media and stay, like, don't go and spend hours on your phone. I think it's really toxic for
2: you. Great advice. Really good advice. All right. We're going to take a quick break and talk to you guys about Bub's Naturals and the products that they offer. The first one we're going to talk about is their
1: apple cider vinegar gummies. What's the deal with these things, Jones? Well, I'm a candy addict, so these actually replace that for me. So I'm pretty stoked on it for that. And my gut feels pretty good afterwards as well.
2: Perfect. Well, they also have their collagen, which we talk about all the time, and they also have MCT oil powder. What the hell is this stuff, Jones?
1: I've been using that a little less, but it's coconut-based. Um, again, really good gut health, kind of evens things out when you're eating all crazy, maybe some you know, crazy Mexican street burrito or something. Helps there. And then uh, mental focus in the day gives you a nice little brain bump.
2: Okay, I heard a little rumor that they're either offering hydration packs now or available soon. Any word about that?
1: There is word about that. I have heard about them. I have not yet had them, but I'm super looking forward to it. Hydrate or die. I mean, come on, son. Perfect. Well, if you're interested in picking up some Bubs Naturals
2: products, head on over to BubsNaturals.com and use promo code Bombhole, one word, for twenty percent off your next purchase. All right, it's time for hot takes. Ooh. Buds, you're feeling like a hot little potato today, I aren't you? I
0: kind of feel like an overbaked
2: potato <laughs> today. <laughs> all right, Fitzsimons, aka uh, what was it? Fetus? What was it? It wasn't fetus baby. Stunt fetus. Stunt Okay, stunt, yeah, fetus, stunt fetus, fetus. Aka Bond, MJ, both male and female of snowboarding. Who you got?
3: Female, JA, Jamie Anderson. All day, I think she's the reason that female snowboarding is where it is today. I think, I think she could have called it for sure. A while ago, just giving her accolades and everything she's done. Not like call it like, at least in a competitive standpoint, but she's kind of continued to keep pushing. And like people are like for years and still like chasing her. And I think that has brought the level up so much. Like you see, like now you have like Zoe and those Japanese girls and like, even the U S chicks, you know, like, I think a lot of it is due to her and her commitment to the progression of women snowboarding. And then male wise, this is something I was thinking about, but everything kind of led me back to T. Ricky. Um,
2: all roads lead to T. Ricky. Which all I know, yeah. Roads, <laughs> all trails on the mountain. You,
3: you, yeah, you find yourself in Jackson. You know, what the <laughs> hell? All, all, runs, <laughs>
0: all runs lead to T. Ricky.
3: I don't know. He's just had that career of. He's had the parts, you know, um, just insane parts, and done the contesting, been very successful in that. And then what? Now he started like something to like natural selection, which is really tight for snowboarding. So things like that, it's like kind of hard to argue against him being the goat on that
2: end. Good answer. Most underrated? Who you got?
3: I think I think Tarn Collins pretty underrated my mind, I think he puts up big time. Really good. Puts answer.
0: puts up for a city. For a
2: city of Australia? New Zealand. Then New Zealand. Okay. New Zealand and Z. They
0: only, only have like one city. Z- Z- is he Australia? I think he's. Was there Zealand, one city Australia. over there?
2: Uh, <laughs> Wanaka. <laughs> yeah. We're Wanaka, yeah. Steel or powder? Pow. Best style ever. 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 It's best style. Whatever. To honestly, to I'm you. saying. To, to
3: me, probably, honestly, Dusty. The homie's just, I mean, dude, he's sleeping. sleep
0: at the wheel. Team narcoleptic, something special out there. I love yeah. watching
3: him snowboard. It's like something Imagine
0: special. Imagine if we found out he really was just narcoleptic. Just sleeping out there. It would make so day. much sense.
2: Yeah. He's been taking tranquilizer darts to the <laughs> neck before boarding. <laughs> he puts one in his leg real okay. quick. <laughs> I'm dropping it. We, got smelling, uh, we, we bu- got smelling We busted. He's got, he's got those. <laughs> the, what's Sleepy it called? Solids. OSHA? What's the company OSHA. called that, that uh, tests you? USADA. USADA. USADA's like, yeah, we, uh, we got... We got Dusty for some tranquilizers. Yeah, we found some yeah. elephant tranquilizers <laughs> in
0: his bag. Everyone goes,
3: that is not very surprising.
2: It's definitely going to be elephant an tranquilizer. An <laughs> tranquilizer. That's a fact.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> flipping through the air like Gumby. <laughs> <laughs> Woo.
2: Okay, best video ever made. Best video ever made? Like, oh, shit, I've only watched two. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs>
0: How many videos have you ever seen that were made?
3: Uh, Yeah, best movie, Dreamland.
2: Big Man. Bob Burnquist guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Best snowboard graphic ever. Woo! It's like the hardest question on <laughs> like, uh, the show
3: for him right yeah. now. He's like, it's like
2: uh, who wants to be a... <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was like, well, I'm trying to think of my words like
2: whatever I had. Well, we should make we should make it like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where you can have like phone, phone a friend, a friend uh, uh, use a lifeline, they're lifelines, line. yeah. Maybe use the internet. I don't know if that's one of them. I mean, yeah, there's a snowboard graphic that you like that you're like, damn, that one's dude, cool, dude. I fucked with the the Forest Bailey, like the all white,
3: um, uh, headspace. He's he an
0: art- artiste, so of course, yeah. those are gonna be wonderful. I
3: thought that one was sick.
2: Okay, worst. Trend mm.
3: not getting gnarly, I guess. Just like kind of, I like that kind of just trying to like cop out on some stuff and just but actually not putting up, I think.
2: All right, uh, what about I got another new one. Have you ever you've hit backcountry, shit, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, not a whole lot, but, but that rock was
2: go to back country, first try backcountry jump slash pat down trick,
3: dude. Probably like a front seven, I think that's pretty.
2: Tail grab? I was thinking Mellon.
0: Melski and Hutch. Yeah. Grab tail checks in the mail.
2: Grab tail checks in the mail. Yeah, I like that. So you're I heard you're kind of a sports guy. You Seahawks guy? I mean more Marshawn yeah. Lynch. Let's go Hawks. Yeah. How do you feel about uh No More Russell? Dude, I think we got a good purchase from him,
3: honestly. I think it was we didn't have a good football team. Got rid of him, got a couple draft picks that I think we got out when we could. Because it's like, what's the point of having a really bad football team and a really good quarterback?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about when the New England Patriots, uh, you guys basically had the Super Bowl locked down and you decided to uh, throw the football and not... I, hand it to Marshawn
3: Lynch. Yeah, someone
0: was th- else was a Seahawks fan, <laughs> that was. You a, just like to throw this at
3: all. I mean, it's one of the greatest. It's the greatest moments it's of. It's one failures. of the greatest,
2: greatest moments in the history it's one of sports. One of their greatest as
3: failures <laughs> Yeah, as a Pages fan, pretty good one, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, if I'm coaching, I'm probably not making that call. Uh, I mean, there was talks. Maybe it was an audible from Russ. So. Oh, there's
2: some. Spe- he's got speculation. You have insider info, or
0: oh, wait, explain audible one more time for me. Not planned?
3: It's like where you get to the line, and you you have an original play, and then you like see what the defense is doing, and you go, off. different play. You call something. You yell, like, oh, blue that's
0: 42.
2: Like no, you yelling. yell, like, Omaha. Yeah.
0: And then your crew knows, okay, we're mm-hmm. not going with what I said. We're
2: going with the other play. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Now, I have a hypothetical here. Would you rather, let's see. Would you rather, what's after an 1800? 21?
0: 1800, yeah, twenty.
2: All right. Let's say you're on, you're on a on, savage. Uh, we'll call it just a massive 100, 80-foot, 80, 80, foot, 80 foot kicker, jacker. Right. You have to do a 21, mm-hmm. or you have to return a punt, but you can't, you can't stop <laughs> it on the 20-yard line and like you actually have to run it back
3: with NFL, with level, NFL caliber yes. dudes. A 21.
2: 21 or punt return. What do you got?
3: Dude, maybe a punt return. I don't know. I think I'd maybe just like hope that hit wasn't so brutal. Or maybe I can dodge. They're probably not going to dodge. I feel like one. he I'm could run it all hit. the way back. You look at that Dude, stature.
2: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But he might have
0: short legs. He's kind of short. Yeah. Yeah, but
2: there's great running. You know what's good about a small running back is they can get through the, the holes. Weave. Yeah, they can find. Yeah.
3: Less, less area to tackle. Yeah. Maybe. 21 just seems oh. mine.
2: Boggling. Mind-boggling, like when all your thoughts are like, bottled up. Yeah. <laughs> Mind-boggling? Is that weird? <laughs> Mind-boggling, yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, like when, yeah, your mind, it's all in the bottle.
2: <laughs> all right, let's talk. You you uh, a uh, lot? Another question I got for you. You're in the contest world. You got video part goals?
3: Yeah, dude. Actually, I've been wanting, I was wanting to do this after the Olympics, but unfortunately I got hurt. Um, but this year I'm really hoping to do like a project on hood. Um Sort of when the con. I mean, I de- my ideal season would be get my three results out of the way, do that, and then go and just go really film heavy because I haven't really explored that world, and I've really wanted to for years. Um, but do something fully hood based, maybe early, early spring when the snows are really, like really good, and then almost just carry it into the summer, and do like a full part. Um, of maybe it's less like really pow, but it's like that that slush type of deal or maybe pow if i'm up there in the spring but do something like that maybe set up that elimination hip and like i've been doing a lot of studying like video parts and like sammy carlson um has a really sick video on top of hood that i've watched a lot and there's a lot of really good spots so that's something that i've really wanted to do and hopefully can get around to it this year
2: we always ask about setups on the show um what board you've been riding and and how do you set it up
3: so this summer I was kind of messing around with the K2 manifest and the antidote. um angles rocking 12 12 uh Twelve, negative
2: 12 No. posy posy. How do you No no no. That could be 12 -12. 12.
3: Yeah yeah, 12 -12. Yep. Uh but kind of playing with it. Actually no, I'm not 12, I'm 9. That makes more sense. I'm 9 9. Yeah, 9 -9. Nine, nine. Nine. Yep. Um but definitely like kind of play with it a bit. Uh I think my stance is 20 inches, so pretty standard. Um, Do you no, detune no your deck. edges?
2: No. Okay, I just no run. forward lean. No forward lean. Okay. Any other weird things you did your setup? I guess you guys have wax decks that keep those things dialed in, right? Yeah.
3: But if it's like just me at home, I don't run. I just don't detune. Just run it out of the dry dog. Yeah. Dry dock. Yeah. Actually, I'll put a wax on it though. First, I think it's important to be first. First time you get on it to wax it,
2: you want to dry out. I think it's also important, re- your relationship with your snowboard, you know, it's kind of like a, you kind of are giving it some love. Yeah. Like give you some love back.
3: For sure. Especially if you're going to, like, explain like, like a big day on it. You're like, dude, put some wax on that. Get fired
2: up. I, there's Because that also adds, like, I think if you wax, especially the night before, it's like you're not, you're almost beginning the process of going snowboarding. The night before, as you're waxing it, because maybe you're thinking about what you're gonna do the next day, mm-hmm. you're making sure your setup's dialed. It kind of it's it's not necessarily just the act of snowboarding. I think it's like getting your mind into the mindset to go snowboard.
3: Yeah, it's like it's like you you're really showing you care to your snowboard, and mm-hmm. say like your snowboard's gonna care back.
2: Mm-hmm. You leave that thing dry, it might break. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay, well we've pretty much done the damn thing. The last thing we got to do is thank you. So you want to throw any out,
3: dude? My parents, like. Give them the super air horn, yeah, straight up.
0: It's like a 21 gun air gun salute, right there. Yes, it is. Yeah, they deserve for only the best of the best. They deserve
3: all of it. I mean, seriously, they have so dopest people. They like everyone that comes into my house is just like my house is your house. My parents are putting them up, feeding them like the coolest people, and just. So supportive of what I do and wouldn't be here without them. And and I guess another big thank you to the Hood River community. Um, very lucky to uh, to be from a place like that where everyone's so active and involved in the community and got a lot of love this year from Hood River and that was something, yeah, special.
2: I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show, everything you do, going to the Olympics, representing the USA, slap some respect on that. And uh, just being a cool member of the community. So appreciate you.
3: Right on. Well, I appreciate you guys. What you guys are doing here is so sick for snowboarding and appreciate you guys having me.
2: Incredible. And lastly, got to thank everybody that tunes into our show, uh, that buys merch, that subscribes to our podcast, all that good stuff. You guys rule. We could not do this without you guys. And we got another episode coming at you next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Over and out from the bomb hole.